Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! Listening to the Rob and Slim Show with Rob. Honey, I touched the kid. Slim. I'm a dirty kid <laughs> Internet radio's finest.
This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Look, I'm a closeted racist, and I'm sexist, and selfish, and I dragged us all into my sexist, racist, bad things because I'm stupid. Oh, what's going on? I, I know what the Drizz is singing next week. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's the first time I've actually seen Rocco do like an actual video like that. Yeah, few. yeah, but that one was like that one was uh, a newer one, and yeah, he was in, he did he was in the whole video. That was awesome. awesome. He did a song too recently. It was uh, they're called Boyfriends on uh, uh, YouTube. They're hilarious, and uh, he did it was oh what was that rapper that died? Remember when Latisse was in last? Remember that rapper? I'm like, who is this guy? He sounds like a dirtbag. But uh, they did a song about him, I think. Or no, Rucka brought him up. And his Rucka did a verse with them. Whatever the oh, song okay. was. I, I forget what it was. But he did a verse about wanting to fuck the guy's dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Their song was like nice. And then he comes in with his verse. And they're like, what the fuck? That's amazing. They're fucking great too, though, those guys. Uh, like I said, they're called Boyfriends. They have a video called uh, Women Are Gay. Because it's like, women touch dicks. Is that gay? And like, all the time, it's, it's really funny. Really funny. Uh, what's going on? It's Wednesday, September 19th. It's fucking mm. almost over. Yeah, it's crazy. Shit house month of this shit house year. Yeah, yeah, this month has pretty much sucked. Everything sucks. You suck. Well, yeah. Fucking uh, Doug from the Who's Right podcast lost his house in that hurricane, whatever the fuck that was. He said he just moved like a year or two before, like to where he was. Oh, wow. And, uh,. Uh, well, he just wasn't prepared. Just wasn't prepared. Yeah. He evacuated, though, with his family because I texted him once I saw. He tweeted that he was, uh, that his house was taken and shit. David, the producer, has a, uh, a GoFundMe. Okay. Uh, if you find David, the producer, on Twitter, um, or just go on GoFundMe. I think it's uh, Hurricane Relief for Doug, it's called. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Should be towards the top of my notifications, I think. Yeah. Here it is. Um... He's at Behind the Rant on Twitter, and I'm loading it now. It's, yeah, Hurricane Relief Fund for Doug on GoFundMe. That sucks, especially yeah. only having a house for, like, uh, two years. Well, like, he's, because I texted him, I'm like, are you and your family okay, dude? He's like, yeah, we evacuated to uh, Virginia, but, um, like, whatever we got in the car is all we have on us. Like, everything else in the house and, like, two or three other cars just gone. Just gone. So. He has uh, kids or? Uh, yeah, a couple kids. And he was funny though. He uh, on the uh, GoFundMe, he put an update. He thanked everyone, said he loves them and all. And he goes, because his co-host Anthony he goes, why couldn't this uh, had happened to a shitty podcaster like Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, and no, I said they're they're okay, and that's all that matters. But it still sucks. Still sucks. Yeah, that was fucking sucks. Did you? Oh, the Slambo did. I know we talked about what was that piece of shit, Sandy? Sandy, yeah, he, he lost, lost like, everything. Everything, right? Yep. And now he wants you to move in that house where he lost everything? No, 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 no. Oh. Into a different house, not the same house. Oh, I want you guys to move yeah. into that house. I'm like, lose everything again. <laughs> I did, uh, we had our first show on uh, 1066, The Blast. Awesome. It was fucking awesome. We sounded great. I called to the show before that, before us. Uh, what are they? The, uh, the Rock Assault Show with Big Will. That's the guy that runs. Okay. That runs it. And I did uh, at least 20 minutes with them. They're fucking awesome. That's cool. And uh, he was explaining the show to the audience. And then he said, uh, we did good. We did, like, really well. It sustained listeners the whole time, too. Like, people weren't shutting us off. So That's good to hear. So thank you, 1066. Thank you, Will. Hopefully I can get him on an interview sometime soon. 
Um, what else? Well, fully cool alternative. Did you see it? I didn't even know it was out. I didn't even watch the one before. I'm kind of fucking so. pissed with that. Was I love that one? I yeah, loving it. Um, I was kind of pissed. Like Michael at work, and he was pissed too. He's like, I think alternative started. I was like, what? Like they just they just aired the other one, and he's like, I knew it was starting in September, but we didn't realize. So like we both had to pay to watch the first episode because they only let you watch it free for a week on AdultSwim.com, which is shitty. Shitty in the first place. And yeah, it was only like two or three bucks, but still. Um, and same with the last episode, last season. That one they never made free, so you still had to like... Oh, really? Pay to watch wow, out. that's uh, a But I move. did it on uh, Amazon. That's I think was the cheapest place to yeah, watch Yeah, the uh, like, Amazon Prime probably. Yeah, whatever it was. It was really cool. Um, and But that was the thing. He's like... He's like, everyone's loving it. Like, he didn't... I don't think... Even yesterday when I saw him, he still hadn't watched it yet. He's mm. like, everyone says this one is amazing. First of all, I'm like... I watched it and it wasn't bad, but it's way too early. Yeah. Like people are saying they love this one and hated the last one. Really? Which I thought the last yeah, one. Yeah, I only great. heard good things about the last one. And then the other thing is too, like, dude, what's it been? What was it? Early 2000s? It's been like 15 years or more between season one and season two. And like they're yeah. going to put the, the third season out like a few months after the. <laughs> they could have waited a year. Like, I don't know. Not that I wanted to wait. But Not even a few months. It was like a couple weeks. Yeah, right? something like, like that's that. That's what it feels well, like. Well, it was like the end of the season. I think it was. Our, and, and our end of the season, uh, it was still going. And yeah, it was like two weeks after that it ended. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't been long. But uh, it's, it's just too early to tell that it's better than the last one. And it's uh, like all girls. Not that that's bad, but like. Throw a dude in. Like, none of them have ever been all males or anything like that. Was the last one was a, the main character was female, The character was right? female, yeah. It was awesome. But, but yeah, like I said, all... this one seems all girls. Like, yeah. uh, this isn't bad, but come on. Come on. There was, like, a, a male supporting cast, I guess, in the last one? Yeah, yeah. That's that. It was, it was amazing. It was great. But, yeah, no, it's, like, too much girl power shit, like, it seems. It yeah. seems, but I don't know. You like how the last uh, one ended, too? Oh, I loved it. Loved it. And that's another thing. It's kind of like, uh... It backtracked a little. Like, now it's, like, starting all over again. You don't know what the fuck Lord Conti is and shit like that. Hmm. And, uh, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, like I said, it's too early. I'm, I'll probably end up loving it, just like the last one, but I think it's too early to tell. I'm curious if they're going somewhere, like, if they're going to do, like, three seasons yeah. and then end it on a third season, because to pump it out that this quick. This is supposed like, to be the end of it. They did oh, okay. season two and three back-to-back. Uh, -back. Um... I don't know. Are they going to bring back, like, any of the characters? Are you going to see, like, what happened to any of them or anything like that? Because, like, the second one had an ending where which, like, told the story. It showed uh, Haruko, like, chasing the Pirate King in space okay. and shit. And it showed, like, a story. This one doesn't even have that. I don't, oh, They right. haven't even mentioned him yet, the Pirate King. Uh, and uh, Is there any way, like, do you know how, how long it's been since the other one, or they don't really connect? No, they all? never really say that. Um, and this one, uh, too, like I said, the ending in the last one told a story, and then at one point showed all the characters from the first season, from the second season. Oh, wow. This one has, like, some weird, stupid, chibi ending. Like, it's like, uh, oh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But, eh, we'll see what's, see what's going on with it. But, like I said, I'll, I'll watch the whole thing. I don't give a shit. What else am I going to do? I started um, rewatching uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. That's a really good anime. I don't know if you ever watched that. It was yeah, on like uh, Adult Swim like back the, in the day. Uh, the tournament. I never. I don't think it ever finished. I don't think it ever finished the story after the tournament. I think it sucked. Yeah, it never got that yeah. far. They were like in but... the underworld and shit. Yeah, like really, the tournament yeah. was great, and then after that, it just got stupid as fuck. That's all I remember. The first like oh, couple of episodes are really good. I'm like, wow, this is like really well written. Yeah, anime. it was good. Yeah, I remember I enjoyed it, but. Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. a piece of shit at this point. 
It is dated too. I remember even when I watched it, it was like crappy old animation. Yeah, I think it, it had a uh, first even, aired in like '92. How amazing like Bebop is! Like it is, it's still great, but the animation is old. Yeah, animation is definitely old. What else you been doing? Playing uh, oh, yeah. Super Smash Brothers Melee. I got a new show coming soon. Frank and the Jews are going to be taking like every other week, and I got a new uh, political show coming. In. It's really they're really progressive. These guys, John and John, they're fucking amazing. Oh, nice! It's a political show. It's uh, like a staunch, uh, a staunch uh, Republican and, and a liberal. Oh, that's awesome! I'm yeah. glad that you got those two together. Oh, they're that's, fucking amazing. They're really real, cool. yeah, they're real good. And Frankie the Driz is just <laughs> falling off. Uh, everyone's sick of the Driz, I think. So <laughs> right. We got to rest them a little bit. But yeah, coming uh, next month or something like that. Every other week, it's gonna be those guys, John, John, and uh, and Frankie and the Driz. They're, they're gonna be around. So just not as often. Yeah. No, they they need a little bit of uh, rest time. Mm. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's time for some new, some new blood. But they John pitched their John, show to me. Huh? They, yeah, one of them spells it all stupid. J O N. Oh, okay. I think that's the liberal guy, <laughs> and then the other guy is J O H N. He's a, he's What's a guy wrong I with talk J-O-N? to. J O N. That's the way the lip, the libtard spell it. <laughs> Must have had hippie parents or some shit. I don't know. I don't know how those the liberals work. Oh, he's gonna love a lot of weird things. I feel. <laughs> yeah, that probably. John fella. Oh, <laughs> we don't have uh, Ryder Axe this week, uh, hopefully next week, but she's been like going crazy with school. She's in her last semester of college, so it's been like nuts. But uh, last, like this is it, that once she finishes this semester, she's going to go she's for her done. master's. Though. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you want to watch another clip from uh, Who is America, if you want to watch another Justin Roiland video, or the, I have the Eminem kill shot. I don't know. Um, uh, the, this to machine gun which I think just ended it's it amazing. like there's no way yeah, MGK can come back from that destroyed him and like all MGK did was like tweeted like you, you had said it when we were talking outside where he tweeted just uh what was it all oh, it took you three weeks the first of all that's not that long like, like I said uh, Jay-Z and uh, Nas years ago took six months in between tracks and yeah, yeah. he's calling them garbage because he took three weeks to fucking come back like that's that's ridiculous uh, yeah I don't know and then I saw that he did a, like a live performance and he tweeted an Instagram picture of him wearing the shirt of the p- picture of Killshot. It's like him with the man bum with the, the aim. Uh, M- Eminem? Uh, uh, no, MGK. No, MGK was actually wearing the t-shirt Killshot and he's flicking off the camera and there's like hundreds of people behind him and he's like, look at all my fans. And then it turns out it was like a Fallout Boy concert. It wasn't even <laughs> his great. show. He was just That's opening great. for them. <laughs> I love too how he keeps throwing jabs at a uh, button. That's great for uh, being his wife. That's I love that. Mm. I love the I love the bunch of it. So I don't know. Maybe we could just play it on break. I don't. Do you have the group? Yeah. I, I kind of want to watch the Who's America clip. It was his interview as Billy. I think was it Billy? And uh, he's interviewing Bernie Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's towards the top. It's it oh, is. Okay. He's doing Billy. This is like that hillbilly oh, like Trump okay. supporter character that he did. Oh, I loved it. This is when he talked to. May him. I be personal with you, please? Are you, uh, you have a disability? No, I don't. This here scooter is to conserve my body's finite energy. <laughs> what America is supposed to be about is, is the land of opportunity. If you describe sure, America. I agree with that. Okay. But what we have now, we have a situation where the top one-tenth of one percent now owns almost as much wealth as the bottom 90 percent. So there's a lot that has to be done, and the goal is to create a nation that works for all of us, if not just the 1%. Sir, I don't mean to no, interrupt, but rather than complain about the 1% or the 0.1%, <laughs> why not 
make the rest of America put them into the 1%. Well, if you put everybody into the 1%, there wouldn't be the 1%. Well, no, it still would be. No, it wouldn't be. The rest you, of the population, by definition, they're not in the 1%, but they're the rest of the population. But if, All of the population is 100%. All right, so this is simple math. Gotta, if you have 1% of you, 1%, sorry. you have 99. And if you move the 9 in there, you have 19. And then you move the other 9 there. Well, if you believe in equality, why not have 100% of people in the 1%? This is the International Institute of Scientific Truth and Knowledge. So this has been proven that this can work. Well, this might lead to some increase in the deficit, but essentially, <laughs> it is possible. What is your proposal, Billy? What? That you keep the 1%, but you move the 99% into the 1%. Fault. And oh, so, I'll tell you in a 199, you just move over the nines. <laughs> the 99% are in the 1%. Billy, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'll send you this clip right now. Uh, oh my god! I guess I guess uh, this computer is different uh, than the phone. Uh, here, I'll, I'll I'll just send you the link in a message to this one. This is uh, him being sued, and you'll find out how he gets. <laughs> I love it. I love how he got this guy, uh, John. Let's see. Paste. Let's see. I should have posted this in the group earlier. I meant to. I just it just slipped my mind. Right, this it. is uh yeah. I figured we'll play this. Him being sued. Alabama Sasha has Baron always Cohen. been a place for equality. It has. Roy Moore is suing mm. Sasha Baron Cohen for defamation yeah, over his appearance on the actor's controversial Showtime series, Who is America? And get this, the embattled former Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice is seeking $95 million in damages. Who is He's America featured Cohen yeah. in disguise, interviewing public figures <laughs> about hot-button issues. My name, Captain <laughs> On the July 29th episode, the <laughs> actor interviewed the judge and demonstrated a fictional device meant to detect pedophiles, which is a reference to Moore's alleged sexual misconduct with an underage girl that surfaced during his failed campaign for Alabama's U.S. Senate seat. Neither of us are sex offenders, then it make absolutely nothing. You just put it on, you put it nearby. According to the complaint, Moore says he, he never like would have agreed to the D.C. if he had known the true reason for the trip. He was alert under the premise that he was receiving an award for his support of Israel. His lawyers also sent a threat letter in an effort to get Showtime to not air the footage. The complaint states, during the segment, defendant Cohen's device, as part of the false and fraudulent routine, purports to detect Judge Moore as a sex offender, thus defaming him. Moore suing Cohen along with CBS and Showtime for defamation. <laughs> intentional infliction of emotional distress and fraud. Now, as a public figure, Moore will have to prove defendants acted with malice and neither knew the statements concerning him were false or acted with a reckless disregard for their falsity. Cohen's reps have not yet responded to a request for comment I on the complaint. That. Showtime, however, sent The Hollywood Reporter a statement on Wednesday that said, The press has been sent copies of an alleged complaint, yet to our knowledge, Showtime has not been served. Good. With that said, we do not comment on pending litigation. For more on this story, head to uh, THR.com. 
He can't claim uh, that a device that detects if you're a child molester or not is defaming him. Nobody is going to believe that that's a real... Did he I admit like, to having sex with, like, a young kid yeah, or something? Yeah, I, I think he did. It was, was okay? Like, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it you're, was, you're, I think you, she was 16. You admitted and to being a pedophile. She was like, well, her dude. parents were okay yeah. with it. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. You're a fucking <laughs> yeah. piece of garbage pedophile. That's what you are, dude. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, motherfucker. Like, fucking Sasha Baron Cohen didn't do that to you. Um, I didn't realize he got, like... There might not be another... Because, like, uh, it says something about how... Oh, yeah, dude, he gets, like, everybody. Um, This is something about how uh, Palin, that interview with her, like, is never going to go up. So, I don't know if she threatened them or what. Like, there was something, too, Ryder told me about her. She instantly went on, like, bitching about him. And uh, what did she say? She's like... All that, all that money you should be donating to like veterans like what what does that have to do with anything like all the money he makes off the show or something how be, he's being an yeah. American piece of shit why, no, why should he have to donate it to veterans not saying veterans shouldn't get and he's not doing anything wrong first no, of all you he's agree not mocking to veterans. it he's yeah. not mocking veterans at all like yeah and you agreed to do it like exactly like so retarded yeah, she put out a bunch of statements. Like, it's just because you know that it makes you look fucking stupid. It <laughs> yeah. reveals that you're just an idiot. Uh, uh, oh shit! This fucking dumbass motherfuckers. There was one asshole too in uh, his interview. He was a uh, politician or something. And over his over what he did in the interview, he like got fired and will like never work again. Really? Wow. He was a real piece of well, shit. Well, then it sounds like uh, Sasha is doing justice. Yeah, doing God's work. Yeah, doing God's work. <laughs> fucking great shit. Great shit. Um, yeah, no, I don't. How many episodes did it run for? Is it still running? Or no, it's it was one season. I think like seven, maybe six or seven. And episodes. was it, it several wasn't... interviews an episode? Or yeah, yeah, that's awesome. A lot of content. It's really good, really good. Fucking awesome shit. But uh, yeah. Oh, I had a YouTuber too. Did you see that comment on uh, one of the? I think it was like the too many rapes from two weeks ago. Oh no, I didn't. He commented. Uh, I don't know why this came up as a suggested video on the one I was watching, but I'm so glad it did. I loved it. Oh, and he subscribed. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Eric, Eric for president. That's his name. Awesome. Well, thank you, Eric for president. Eric for president. I don't know if Slambo's running. I might have to vote for him, but <laughs> right. you're cool for now, Eric for president. Is he going to run again? I don't know. Is Slambo? he going to be alive then? How many years is that? How many more years? Two more years? Is it? I thought. I don't know. Doesn't it get like a, get like a two-year term? So, so. 2020. So, so yeah, yeah, two years, about a little, a little less than a year, a little over a year. I don't know. He Maybe could he start like math. he could start a campaign this year oh, and start he... like pre-debates. Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to hear from that guy. No. Fuck. <laughs> I know. I wonder if he's gonna uh, get anyone on board for this new political show. I know yeah. he's real political, so he's like a troll. He's like a. Tr- I wanted to get him because I know that he would wear him and it would be funny, but I got into a Steven Crowder lately who's like a conservative and he does the uh, change my mind segments where he goes, he puts up a table and he'll, like he did one where uh, socialism is evil, change my mind, and he'll sit out at college campuses and have conversations with uh, students, but he sells t-shirts, so I wanted to get some for Slambo. One of them is like, there are only two genders, change my mind, so Slambo can just wear his opinions out (laughs) in real life. That's horrible. <laughs> he's actually Does he already really do that on it. Facebook? I mean him. He though. does that on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, he does oh, he do does that on Facebook. But it'd be even funnier, especially if he's going to school now, you know? He's got to wear rock oh, yeah. some of those to college. Does he go to school, though? What? It's, it's <laughs> Maybe. Bug squashing shit he's going for. 
I don't even know. I don't even you know, know. I, I don't think you need to learn anything like smart. Like what is he going for though? He never. He never. Yeah, he uh, never really gives us an answer. His sister's got the schedule. That's all we know. <laughs> she probably is the only one who actually knows what the degree is. She picked the degree for him, so he doesn't even know what he's going for. You gotta go with him to like one of these classes. I should. I'll uh, bring a camera and I'll just follow him around <laughs> while he does his Why class. Why does he like record his class? I'm like, send it to us. Is that what he's doing? No, he should though. I'll tell him to do that. I'll tell him he has to record. I'll tell him if he doesn't record a class to prove that he's really going to school, he's never allowed back on the show. All right. Do that now. Call him. All right, I will. On your, bre- on your phone. I think it's break time. All right. <laughs> he stinks. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L. Dot com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor. <laughs> Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> He's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. He, had, he, he learned he had, a sense. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box said three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. You got the drizz things? I do. Cool. That is a good one. The drizz things, little TMR. Where's the uh, player? Let's see. Drizz things. The hits. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yo, anything that comes out of my mouth is a hit. Even those dicks. Yeah. Now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. 
I'm a mess. BB, Raxa. Everything's been so messed up here lately. Pretty sure he don't want to be my baby. Oh, he don't love me. He don't love me, but that's okay. Cause I love me. Yeah, I love me. Yeah, I love me. Yeah, I love myself anyway. Hey, everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a good, good life. That's what my therapists say. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be just fine. It's gonna be a good, good life. I'm a mess. I'm a loser. I'm a hater. I'm a user. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. I'm obsessed. I'm embarrassed. I don't trust no one around us. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. Nobody shows up unless I'm paying. Have a drink on me. Cheers to the failing. Oh, he don't love me. He don't love me. He don't love me. He don't love me, but that's okay. Cause I love me. Yeah, I love me. Yeah, I love me. Yeah, I love myself anyway. Hey, everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a good, good life. That's what my therapists say. Everything's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be just fine. It's gonna be a good, good life. I'm a mess. I'm a loser. I'm a hater. I'm a user. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. I'm obsessed. I'm embarrassed. I don't trust no one around us. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. Everything's gonna be all right. All right. Everything's gonna be just fine. Just fine. It's gonna be good. Good life. I'm a mess. I'm a loser. I'm a hater. I'm a user. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. I'm obsessed. I'm embarrassed. I don't trust no one around us. I'm a mess for your love. It ain't new. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Wow. That's like the shortest one I ever did. I know. That was a short, shorty, shorty long. Let's see. You ever hear that awful band? Don't they play where you work once a year? Shorty Long, it's like oh right, yeah, yeah, it is like, like a guy in a oh. wheelchair or something. Just, they just suck. It's not even like they're good. Yeah, they do like the local bars and yeah. then retail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, Black Friday. Yeah, Black outside Friday. the tent. That's what these guys do. I don't know. God bless them. Shorty they Long, just fucking stink. Oh, they stink, and I don't like them. All right, <clears throat> TMR. Too many rapes. Yep. Lost in rapes. The fear dimension. This is a great fucking episode. Let me see. Let me get it ready. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> Did you do your uh, your prep for like voice acting? No. No. Oh, I don't fuck. Know. You didn't drink any Hennessy? Nope. No, I didn't drink any Hennessy. I didn't, um... I actually forget all of his, his tips already. Oh, I thought you did them every week. I can't find any dogs to pet. Ah, you gotta adopt some, he said. Mm. And take care of them. It's a lot of work. Uh, uh, spaceship, have you located the next uh, trilithium crystal, darling? Yes, Captain Tube Stakes. I've tracked one down in the fear dimension. Uh, good girl, I think I may have to go out there on a mission, baby. This piece of shit phantom boner is still in the infirmary. Uh, he doesn't feel good from his abortion or something. But, Daddy... I mean, Frankie. I was looking forward to some alone time with you. 
dickless weirdo needs to man up. You, you got a great point there, sexy. Heat up the hot tub. These assholes are going to the fear dimension. Fire up their ship. <laughs> Lost in Rapes. After decimating up the Too Many Rapes Penitentiary, the city of Rapesville, and the entire planet Earth, a giant beam of light shot Frankie Tube Stakes, Doc Rapenstein, Brian Rioni, The Driz, The Warden, Daxter Coxman, and the teenage mutant ninja gerbils up into a UFO, hovering above where the planet once stood. This is their one and only chance to fix everything. They are lost in rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. As Brian, Daxter, and the Phantom Boda fly to their destination in their ship, they all feel a little uneasy. This place we're going to sounds scary, guys. I hope we make it back. Oh, guys, my insides hurt from my abortion still. I think I'm starting to bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, man. We need to be in tip-top shape for this one. The planet is pretty uninhabited, but the atmosphere causes people to hallucinate, and their greatest fears come to life. But if we stay calm, it shouldn't be a problem. Wow. How did a rapist nurse get to be so smart? <laughs> Probably the same way a rapist junkie saved the planet. From the anal microchip implants we got when Frankie raped us. Then why am I such a dumb fuck? Maybe I need to get raped more. Yeah. <laughs> As Brian and the other two idiots finish the rest of their flight, Captain Tubestakes enjoys time alone with the spaceship. He shoots up and comes in the hot tub while she watches, which he follows up with eating most of the space rations. After that, he takes her up to the spa planet to get her chassis fully lubed. Meanwhile, in the fear dimension... I'm trying to keep calm, guys, but this place is creeping me the fuck out. I keep seeing shadows. And don't know how much longer I'll be able to keep my shit together. Just relax, you pussy. Phantom boners, phantom boners throbbing. And that means the crystal is really close. Yeah, fuck guys. What, what's that thing? It looks like a giant hairy floating cock and balls. It looks like there's AIDS spots and varicose veins all over it. Which one of you assholes is scared of an old man's- Oh fuck guys. My bad. That's my grandfather's cock. I don't even want to look at it. He used to make me wash him, and it would get hard in the tub. I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry I asked. 
Here, I should have just a thing in my bag. And with that, Dexter Cockman pulls out of a glass vial, which he threw at the ground in front of the hairy, floating old man Pekka. A dozen space crabs fly up into the gray pube, tangle and giant cock flies off, making some strange shrieking noise that came out of the dick hole. Were those my babies, Doc? You were supposed to have killed them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saved a few for just such an emergency. You should be happy something good came from you for once. Let's just keep moving. Yo, I know I look good. Yeah. But why'd one of you guys put a mirror in front of me? What the fuck, you idiot? What the fuck, you idiot? Are you scared of yourself? That's not a mirror. There's two of you. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm scared of that sexy motherfucker. He's the only rapper who could beat me in a rap battle. Yeah. Then you better beat him, you simpleton. Yeah. Yo, I'm the Drizz. I'm the real motherfucking Drizz. Nah, I'm the fake Drizz, but I'm gonna- But I'm better than the real Drizz. The real Drizz can't fuck with me because I'm the best rapper alive. Fake Drizz is better than real Drizz. Yeah, best rapper alive. Only fake Drizz can beat the real Drizz because he's better than the real Drizz. I'm better than every other rapper out there. MMN, MGK, all those motherfuckers. P. Diddy, I beat all of them because I'm the fake Drizz. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, fake Drizz. You don't know anything about life. I had a motherfucking abortion. Yeah, I had babies inside of me. And then they cut me open. And they killed all my babies. Well, that faggot kept some of them, though. And then he just used them. And it made me really sad. But you don't know anything about real life because you were never pregnant. Only the real Driz was pregnant and had babies. Yeah. Yo, real Driz, I fucking sucked. Yo, fuck you, fake Driz. As soon as Phantom Boner finishes his rap, the fake Driz vanishes into thin air. Yeah. That's what I thought, bitch. Guys, I just came. The crystal's right there. Oh, shit. Why the fuck is the ground shaking? This isn't good. Roar! Did you miss me, cousin? <laughs> Yo, that shit is sick. That dude is naked. I've never seen a bigger cock in my life. <laughs> Oh no, guys, that's Shawnee, my big cock cousin. He's better than than me in every way, and he ruins everything for me. I know, Daxter. My asshole is still sore from him. He's way better than you. Just then, some sort of miracle made Phantom Boner hard again. He ran furiously at Shawnee and raped him in the most violent space rape that ever took place. After he came, Shawnee disappeared. Yo, guys, I'm not gay or anything. I just saved the day. Yeah. That's what they all say. Let's just get the crystal and return to Frankie and never speak of this again to anyone. Yeah, that's too many rapes. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I think Fake Drizz uh, is a better rapper than Real Drizz. Yeah. Real Drizz kind of sucked. Hey, Real Drizz knew what's up, though. He had an abortion and shit. Yeah, that is true. I guess it, that it, Fake Drizz never really had to abort any babies. No, he just, he loves, he just loves everything. <laughs> I don't know, he's too happy. And the world hasn't broken him yet. <laughs> right. Like the, the Real Drizz. Want to watch, uh, what is the group? We can watch one of those other videos before break. 
The, uh, the Justin Roiland. What is it? The Extreme RC. Put up the, uh, the put up the first one. With this one Riddle, right here? Riddles. Yeah, that okay. was the first one he did. These were before, like, last season of Rick and Morty. He put these out on their own. <clears throat> I'm like, this would be too. Surprise! This is the Justin Roiland RC Pro Racing Cup Jumping Extravaganza Delight Program. <laughs> <laughs> this week, I'm going to crash right through a stack of cups. You won't believe when you see these cups. But first, you must have your Rick and Morty director, Anthony Chun. <laughs> Anthony? Where's Anthony at? Did you ever Anthony see these? Yeah, I did. I did. so good. Anthony! I like he's got the, uh, the camera on the RC car. Got interview time. Where's Anthony Chun at? Justin, 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 please, please. Can you please take a look at at least this one design? We have to get this out. We are so behind on shipping. People are actually starting to get mad at <laughs> Where's Anthony Chun? <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps driving. I love this. The sniper. <laughs> oh no. The sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's a standoff. <laughs> Is he on it? Nah. <laughs> Not today. Ha 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 ha! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> really tense. He wasn't scared. Justin Roiland really don't give a shit. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh, he's animated Chickle Rick. That was the best. Anthony! Anthony, can you hear me? Justin? Tell me your whole life story really quickly. Go! <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Los Angeles to a typical start showing American pictures of family. his family. So I played violin and I studied really hard and I went to an Ivy League school. I studied literature at Yale and I had one of two options, which is to go uh, either to law school or into academia. And I didn't really want to do either. Um, so, and I'd always been. <laughs> Hey, I'd know that sound anywhere. That's Ryan Riddles Ridley. <laughs> oh, it's riddle time. Do your best, Ridley. You can't stop me. <laughs> what is a seven-letter word containing thousands of letters? Ooh. <laughs> Ryan Riddles is smart. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got it. Figured out. Mailbox? <laughs> Correct! I was just gonna say that! You stole my riddle, Chun! How can you steal a riddle? Come here, Ridley! Pick me up and put me in his face! <laughs> I don't have a lot around here. I don't have a lot in this world, and you took my riddle away from me, and that, that's one of the things that brings me in my life. It's one of the few things I have. You're on thin ice, Anthony Chun. One more riddle and 
handle stealing outbursts like that. And you're gonna be stepping right back into Linguini school where you study Linguini. Because I know that's what you did. That's not what your story was about. <laughs> I studied literature. <laughs> I'm done with this! Ridley, put me on the ground! Set me on the ground! You're lucky I got a stunt to get to. Otherwise, I'd mop the floor with you. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm sure you would! I'm in the church! That was uncomfortable. <laughs> They're just staring at each other. You gotta smoke. No, sorry. <laughs> you judging me? <laughs> I don't smoke. You, you, you don't smoke, so nobody should smoke. <laughs> nobody should smoke. I didn't say that. Are you judging me? Are you judging me? <laughs> Give him a smoke, dude. He needs one. <laughs> this is my biggest stunt yet, and I'm gonna Ooh. need all the help I can get. Somebody bring in the priest. <laughs> bring in the. I God forgot about the priest. It is amazing. All <laughs> biggest oh, priest. priest. Yes. Priest! 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 <laughs> Can I get it? <laughs> yes! <laughs> you fucking did it. Seen it three times. Siguiente. The second coming of Christ. You heard what he just said? Second coming of Christ. The second coming of Christ. I told you. I told you I could do the stunt. You're a bunch of doubting Thomases. I did it. Doubting Fuck Thomas. you. Fuck you. Oh, that was amazing. That's great. That's great. I think we're going to break and come back with some drizzle news. All right. It's about that time. About that drizzle news time. Are you ready? I'm always ready. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the Driz. Yeah. You better be ready, motherfucker. Got a lot of stories to get through. You better not hold me back. Not like you uh, ran that one Drizzlebees location into the ground. <laughs> hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at Flirt Rider Doll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, 
I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. Hello, yes, hello. This is Prince Charles, and if I have to listen to any more of this show, I'm going to eat my own face. We'll be right back. Drizzle news. Hmm? I just like, hmm. Ah! We need Ryan Riddles here. <laughs> doing, a, doing that for us. Giving us riddles. Yes. Drizzle uh, news. Here we uh, go. Uh, Some music. Is that it? Is that all of them? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we have here. Postal. Ah. Uh, what? I know. I put some extras in just in case. Uh, what's a couple? Yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah? Uh, is it X or is it uh, blah 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 mother? Is it, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, mother. I guess those are good. Postal couple mother. Okay. Yeah. Postal worker. It misses stealing more than 6,000 greeting cards filled with cash and checks in Wauwatosa. So the birthday greetings, Retris? Yeah, yeah, that is. Did you That's ever get a Christmas card or a birthday card with money in it? No. What's right, cause that motherfucker? Are you gonna get it back? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of it. Yeah, find that guy. Under a plea deal, a U.S. postal worker admitted to stealing more than 6,000 greeting cards filled with cash and checks in Wauwatosa. Yeah, what a scumbag. Is that where Wauwatosa's headquarters is? Yeah. I love Wawa. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Coffee's Wawa. only a dollar a month. Any size yeah. coffee. That's a fucking good yeah, coffee. Yeah, that's awesome. And a fucking great price. Yeah. Uh, as part of the deal, Ebony Lavone Smith, uh, 20 years young of Milwaukee, pleaded guilty of theft or star received a stolen mail on September 12th and will be sentenced at a later date. Last summer, Wawa Tulsa residents complained that to the U.S. Postal Service that they were not receiving graduation, wedding, birthday, and sympathy cards in the zip codes of 53213 and 53226 Abunga. Yeah, I was wondering why my grandson never got his money I sent him. I didn't know you had a grandson, you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm over the fuck. Smith, who was identified as a mail carrier in those areas, had started working on March 23rd, 2015, and on March 28th, 2017. Actually, start twice. That's a lot of start dates. 
Well, she was uh, assigned to deliver the mail in Wauwatosa, according to the court records, under surveillance. Online court documents explain how Smith was caught. On January 20th, a letter containing a test greeting card and $20 bill was prepared for delivery in the Wauwatosa area. Inside the envelope was a transmitter for the win that signaled it when it was open. On the same date, on the same date, the envelope was placed under in a container and marked uh, for Smith's delivery routes. When under surveillance, a U- USPS supervisor first uh, observed Smith rifling through trays uh, signed to other delivery routes. So she's a grimy bitch stealing other fucking letters. Other guys' uh, postcards and shit. Yeah, that's not even her route. I fucked up. What the fuck? Wait, my music at low. I'm raising it. Well, uh, yeah, all that shit I just read. Smith removed greeting cards and placed them in a tray. Maybe she should, uh... Maybe she should serve some time for that, right, Driz? Yeah. Would you drizzle on her? Yeah, I would, because that's fucked up. You don't steal greeting cards. That's not cool. Are you gonna make it up to her? Yeah, I'm not gonna make it up to her. I'm just gonna drizzle all over her. Oh. Yeah. I thought he was gonna help her. Yeah, I'm not gonna help her. No, I said it's fucked up. You don't steal greeting cards. Oh, yeah. That's not cool. I'll steal your greeting cards. I'm gonna come by every week and look at your mailbox. Every day. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Better be Yo, some you don't look at a, no, You don't touch another man's mail, all right? That's where I draw the line. <laughs> Couple accused of leaving five-year-old in the woods as punishment. Maybe that five-year-old deserved it, right, Tris? Yo, sometimes you gotta keep him in the woods. So as a five-year-old's out of control, you gotta lock him in the woods, you gotta tie him up in the woods. Yeah, that's that's how you become a real man. That's what my parents did. They threw me in the woods. St. Peter, Minnesota. A man and woman in southern Minnesota accused of dropping a five-year-old boy in the woods as punishment for wetting himself. That nasty little boy should be kept in the woods, right? Yo, you should never wet yourself. You gotta learn your fucking lesson. If you wet yourself and you're five years old, you get thrown in the you fucking woods. You wet yourself, you wreck yourself. Yeah. Linda yeah. Michael, 42, and Gregory Wilson, 32. He likes the, he likes the cougars. We're charged Friday in Nicolette County District Court with child neglect. Authorities say the boy is Wilson's biological son, and then Michael lives with him and the child. That's a lot of people. They're in the house, right, Tris? Yeah, yeah Tris. on that many people at once. Yeah, that's drizzled on about like 10,000 people all at once. The boy was found on August 28th walking along the highway. Uh, south of St. Peter, a community roughly 55 miles and 90 kilometers southwest of Minneapolis. That's a lot of say. kilometers. He was crying and wet from the rain, and a motorist spotted him. He told police he had been dropped off by his mom and dad for the wind because he had been naughty. Isn't Yo, that naughty? Yeah, he's never going to wet himself again. Did you ever drizzle on a wet boy? Usually, yeah. I heard you only like wet boys. Yeah. The couple told authorities they turned around after a short distance but couldn't find him. They couldn't find him. He lost himself in the woods. He was pissing himself, that dirty little boy. Yeah, yeah that's not even that bad. My parents used to just drop me in the middle of the ocean. I heard they dropped yeah. you on your head, too. They pushed in a soft spot and used it for an ashtray. Yeah, yeah that happened, too. Uh, but, that, but that's I why I'm so good at rapping. According yeah. to investigators, officers found multiple black and blue and red bruises. That's not nice. They shouldn't have did that shit. But uh, it happened on the boy's back, buttocks, and hips, indicating he had been caused. They've been caused over time. And Wilson, uh, blah 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 blah. The child was taken into protective custody for the win, and currently is in foster care. Were you ever in foster care, Driz? Nah, I wasn't. But what I was gonna say is like the beatings just weren't working, so they dropped him off in the woods. Sometimes you gotta switch up your punishment. Time out in the woods, right? Yeah. Sometimes you gotta get a point there, Driz. Yeah. I I'm think you smart. should uh, adopt a couple kids. Yeah. When are you gonna get that started? Y'all yeah, soon? I've already filled out all the paperwork. You should run an ad on Craigslist for Woods Kids. Yeah. <laughs> woods Kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know.
Mother disappears with six-year-old son after a handoff at the NYPD station house. Why did a hand come off? Whose hand came off, Dres? Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm really confused. I don't know what the fuck happened. Somebody's hand came off. A mother disappeared after with a six-year-old son after the boy's father handed him over. Yeah, that oh. sounds like magic or something. Like they handed her a kid and she like his thumb came off and yeah. then a little thumb thing happened. Yeah, it might have been something like that. That always shocks me when that happens, Dres. I can't believe how guys can make their thumbs come apart like that. Can you? Yo, I don't know how they do it. You ever see a thumb come apart like that? Yeah, yeah I've had. You yeah. ever see a mother and there son was, disappear like there that? Was, there was this magician who used to like pull his pants down and stuff and make me do things, but he would pull his thumb off. Did all he the make time. his extra thumb disappear? Yeah. yeah, he would. He would do that. He would do tricks and then he'd be like, "All right, Jerez, now you gotta do a trick." And I'd be I like, hired yeah. that guy to come to your birthday party. Yeah. In the woods that year, the bizarre incident kicked off about 6 p.m. on 7th, September 7th, when the parents uh, of little Vincenzo De Chili rendezvoused at the 45th precinct headquarters in Throgs Neck for a win. Said the estranged parent shared custody of Vincenzo, but the boy's lie lives with the father in the Bronx. The unidentified dad handed off Vincenzo to the mother. How do they not identify their dad? They don't know where the fucking dad is. They know the mother and the son. She's Catania Burke, but uh, she failed to bring him back. Cop said so she kidnapped their own son. Yeah. yeah I don't him? know if you can. Like, does she have custody? Like, I guess she could take our kid. Does she have custody to lock him in the woods like that? Yeah. It is uncommon. It's not uncommon. For a strange parents uh, with a volatile pass to meet at police stations to hand over children. Well, that's a good thing to learn. Did you learn anything interesting? The boy is four feet tall and weighs roughly 50 pounds. Could you think you could throw that kid or beat him up? I think you yeah, could take could, him, Yeah, Drew. I could take him. You I could fuck that him. kid up. Yeah. The 42-year-old Burke, who lives in Queen, is about five foot three and weighs 170 pounds. I don't think you can fuck her up, though, Driz. Yo, yeah, I could. I could fuck That's up anybody. That's a bad bitch. Yeah. She will fuck you up, Driz. You watch the yeah, fuck out. she has out. brown eyes and black hair. Fuck that. Yeah, that'll, that makes him even stronger. <laughs> Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 1-800-577-TIPS. I thought that was your number, Driz. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I wrote this article. I thought you liked the tip. You don't like the shaft, you just like the tip. Usually, yeah. And the balls. Yeah, yeah, I love the balls. Take your favorite yeah. spots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked that it's not uncommon to go to a police station to hand off your kid. Yeah, like they've, had a, of, they've <laughs> had a lot of volatile vol, vol, vol sensations. They've had a lot of volatile All right, little outbreaks. Jimmy, you're going to daddy's for the weekend. Let's go to the police station. Like, the cops like, you. <laughs> That's one way to fuck up your kid. Holy shit. Yeah. Cops with like guns drawn. <laughs> yeah. Where's the fucking uh, celebrity news? All right. You be good with daddy, son. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> That's good shit. I like the rose. Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> That funny. one made me laugh just by the headline. Um, What else? <laughs> She's pissed. It's hilarious. <laughs> She's got to be. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I like the birds. I like Webby. Webby, Webby right. fucking made me laugh. All right. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Roseanne Barr, the Connors, writers, kill me off with an opiate OD. <laughs> that made me so happy. <laughs> she looks fucking pissed or shocked or both in that picture. Um... Uh. 
She said she. It's funny too because she makes it sound like they stole the ideal from her. She goes, uh, Ro- "Oh, so, she was planning this herself." Yeah, Roseanne Barr's character on the Connors will be killed off by an opiate overdose. Uh, so says the comedian herself. Barr was on Brandon Starka's walk away when she revealed the gigantic spoiler. Barr tells. Starka, uh, the pill addiction storyline was her own from last season, and it appears the writers for the Connors decide to run with oh, it. Oh, God forbid. They just <laughs> they just had her go with something that was already in there. Why? What's wrong with that? Yeah, that's They perfect. stole the idea? Yeah, I guess if she was a pill popper or whatever, or shooting up, like, yeah, just that was already established, have her die from it. What's the problem with that? Oh, my God. Um, Barr's worked on various products, blah, blah, blah. It says it's still possible writers for the Connors could change their minds on how to kill Roseanne, or it wasn't an OD at all, but she seems pretty serious and pretty pissed about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would she rather them have her just die in a car accident? God, like you said, God forbid it's something she came up with. Yeah, like it goes with the, the fucking plot. Like, what's wrong with that? It goes with the storyline. Yeah. Ugh. And she shouldn't even care at this point. She should just, like, yeah, just, whatever. Yeah, you know. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, just accept it, you dumb bitch. I thought you were going to Israel anyway. Yeah, or starting her own show Fuck. or something. Right? I think that's what yeah. she's doing, like, podcasts start or some, something now. Like, uh, start something on YouTube. I don't know what the fuck you Oh, yeah, she's, she's appearing on podcasts and even hosting a talk show of her own. So there you go. The Roseanne Barr talk show. Ooh, that's her creative <laughs> name. I heard she stole that name from herself. Yeah. Fucking dumb bitch. Oh, she's, she's disgusting looking too. Yeah, she's out of her fucking mind, bro. <laughs> she's a piece of garbage. Oh, what else? What else was I? Um, yeah, the bird. The funniest thing was John Quayar on Facebook. I wish he had shared it on or posted on Twitter too when uh, Burt Reynolds died. You know how everyone's like, oh, I guess God needed a God needed a dancer, you know, or a singer in heaven. He put. I guess God needed a coke snorting wife <laughs> wife beater in heaven. I fucking love that. That's <laughs> amazing. That. Oh my god. What's happening in Bert's uh, uh, state? Burt Reynolds will niece to handle a state, not his son. Oh, that's oh a wow. <laughs> oh man, maybe she maybe she let him punch her a couple times after he did coke. I don't know. <laughs> he liked her better. Yeah. That's all that, that matters. She can take a punch better than my son. That <laughs> niece. <laughs> Burt Reynolds excluded his only son from his will, but not because he wanted to disinherit him. Burt's will specifically says 30-year-old Quentin Reynolds is intentionally omitted from the will. However, the doc goes on to say that Burt created a trust years ago for Quentin's benefit, and the money from the trust will continue to go to Quentin. So he's this taking care of his son. He's to avoid a state tax. Oh, okay. Money, right? It it says he did that to avoid a state taxes. So, yeah, so he... Oh, so he gave the money not to pay taxes? I kind of... Yeah, no, people do that all the time, like older people. Yeah, they they gift the money before they die. That way they don't have to keep paying taxes on it. That's that's not a bad thing. It seems like it's just good planning. Yeah, and it really It doesn't sound like Quentin got screwed or anything. It's so shitty how they tax you. How many times they tax you on the same money? They tax you when you make the money. They tax you at the end of the year on it. They tax everything you buy. Like, how many taxes are you going to pay on it? Like, yeah. you can't even gift a car. If you, if I gifted you a car, you would still have to go to the DMV and pay taxes on that car. Like, it was, like, your car now. Like, that's, it's fucking Yeah, stupid. that's fucking retarded. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of people do that. What did, what did it Yeah, it's a, it even says that all his assets are in the trust. So his son's getting all the assets anyway. Oh. So it appears all of Bert's assets are in the trust. Okay. So the will is effectively a hollow document. So he, he didn't really put anything in the will. So uh, providing just, that all assets not accounted for. He just for left her to deal with all the shit left over. <laughs> yeah. The son made out. The son did better, I think. <laughs> 
this will also prov- this also provides the trustee uh, in his niece. Um, Nancy Lee Brown has again interestingly Bert didn't select Quentin to handle the trust although that might have been a conflict of interest since Quentin is a beneficiary of the trust as reported yeah. Bert died of a heart attack it's like whatever they made it sound like he was screwing his son but yeah. he was just smart son sounds taken care of and Needs I'm to, sure she's gonna be fine too like I'm sure he's not in debt or anything like Sounds Dumb. like everything. Everything's a okay. I don't know how that's a story. Yeah, it's not a story. <laughs> no, everything is good in Burt yeah, Reynolds' world. In Burt Reynolds' uh, death world. <laughs> yeah, in the I death wish, of Burt yeah. Reynolds. I was thinking a good. little of that dead Burt money. <laughs> Who's Webby? I don't know who Webby is, but I just <laughs> love the story. Webby, shame on me. Nah, shame on my kids. <laughs> it's open door policy now. What happened? Webby has no regrets. I still don't know who Webby is. But <laughs> About publicly shaming his teenage sons on the internet after catching them in bed with a girl. Wait, his two sons were in bed with the same girl? I don't know if he they says, were sleeping with the same girl or different girls, I don't know. He says their punishment fits the crime. Uh, the, <laughs> oh, he's a, the he's a rapper. The M- MC was on TMZ Live Monday to explain what led up to his live streaming, his harsh <laughs> verbal spanking on his two sons. <laughs> That's fucking grim- Their amazing. guy That's friend great. and a girl. Webby described the scene he walked in on around 4 a.m. All four teens in bed together. Oh, wow, oh, they were just wow. having a teen orgy. Webby yeah. says his kid's buddy tried looking at uh, booking. Oh, booking oh, it booking, like taking off. at one point and was ready to leave the girl behind. <laughs> was, he got all the kids back in the house, though, and eventually got a hold oh. of their parents. Wow. He Webby's also tells us about the down, first bro. wave of discipline he's rolled out for his boys, and apparently there's more to come. Like they said in next Friday, no more locked doors, no more doors at all. So yeah, he caught it for <laughs> he got his kids fucking, having an orgy. Yeah, doing a kid well, orgy. basically gangbanging one girl, he it ain't sounds having like. That. Yeah, no, Webby, Webby did the right thing. I want to see what he, I want to hear Webby. Old school parenting, it says. <laughs> the video of Webby's old school parenting. <laughs> when, I, when I ran into that situation, I wasn't thinking about whose kids it was or where it kid. <laughs> all of them, baby. All of them was wrong. A lot of people told me, you should have took off the belt and whooped all they motherfuckers. <laughs> I was in the studio this time, and I heard something upstairs. I heard a, I heard a girl voice, and I, I know I saw, anyway, I walked in. Like like puppets, they all looked up at me like, what? You know what I'm saying? What, what, were, they do, what were they doing? He busted the door. They wasn't doing nothing. Everybody had their clothes on. Oh, you know, oh. been being bad kids. They were just about four o'clock in the morning. I say, what the fuck? He just had a girl. I say, what y'all doing? Uh-uh. Everybody, get up, all y'all. Every. Come he was just pissed. They were up on. at four o'clock you know in the morning. Saying? That say, too. What's y'all parents' number? What's y'all parents' number? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause look, I said, when one of the, that little friend, the little boy, he he put his book sack on, like he was about to run out the house. Uh-huh. I said, oh no, 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 y'all can't do that. Anyway, I said, put your book sack down. Put your book back down. down. You hear me? Where the parents at? Where the parents at? Anyway, nobody would give me an answer. I said, I need, if y'all need the parents. Anyway, that's when they, he ran, they ran out the house. The girl rolled here on the back of his bike. So they, he, oh, he, they was, was in the house. He, 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 look, he went and got on his bike. You hear me? And the girl say, uh-uh, you can't just leave me like that. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I had oh, already told my son, go get them. 
Don't let him run away from this house. <laughs> yeah, other people get him. No, he told his son to go get him. Kids run away from this house. They can go say anything. We already. Yeah, you can't have kids run around the street. I'm talking about my kids and that. Go get them and bring them back here. What, was there any punishment? Anybody oh, right. ground? Anybody grounded? What? 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 Man, I took all. I ripped the doors off the room. They don't have doors no more. Oh my God! In, the, oh, no. in their bedrooms, you ripped no. off the doors. Man, I don't know what they parents did to them. I mean, but I know my kids. We and we still have some more punishments and stuff to go across. <laughs> Webby is an old school dad. Webby's rocking. That's fucking great. Uh, you want to do one more what, story? Hold on, wait, there's one more Webby. This is him actually what he did, I guess, when he oh, called Oh, this is actually what happened? Jesus. Yeah. He, like, uh -huh. he uh, Instagrammed it's, it or something? The, yeah, this is um him reading the riot act to his kids, I uh, guess. So that's what we just watched cool. of the video, him, like, commenting on what he did. Yeah. But I guess he, yeah, put it on Instagram. So this is uh, that video. Uh -huh. I gotta... Nice. They, now they covering their head with they with the hoods on. <laughs> now they man, y'all it ain't funny cause y'all fucked up too. Y'all fucked up. My two sons, they right here. Man. He's shaming them. <laughs> it's a lie. Look at Some everyone hard. I kiss them. Three all three of these motherfuckers. <laughs> all three of them in the bed with a little girl. Oh, they were in the bed, yeah. That's crazy. I'm asking, I'm asking like, man, what's y'all parents number? What's y'all parents number? What's y'all parents number? They are so ashamed. What's y'all parents? He done put a, a hood over his head. Man, <laughs> that hood, I don't do wow. nothing, That shit is not gonna change the situation, bro. Zilza, you fucked up. I don't know why you keep trying to smile and shit. You fucked up. I thought I could trust you, bro. I thought it was 100, bro. I thought it was 100, bro. But yeah, well, like I was saying, though. Look at you, Zilza, you fucked up, too, bro. I promise you, Zilza. Man, your life is finna change, bro. Girl, that's crazier than a motherfucker. You he was looking stop. out for her, though. Yeah. You better stop. You better stop. That's good. Praise the Lord. You better stop. Cool. Cool, Webby. God's work there, Webby. You're a good dad, Webby. I don't care what <laughs> what those kids are saying. I just, after that, I kind of want to listen to some Webby. Like, I, I wanna... yeah, hear some Webby. Look up some Webby. Yeah, I gotta look up some Webby. I don't know. I don't know what he's done. I've never heard of him before. I, no, I, I didn't know. I didn't know if he was like a Vine guy. I didn't know what he was. Webby, I see Webby Awards, Webby Rapper. All right. Chris Webby. No, I don't. Is that him? Webby Catch Scenes. There's a mix, Mix. maybe this is him? That's what I was How you riding? I like this one. It's a world star. Yeah. What? This is a video. I want to see this. Fuck y'all, niggas. From Webby. This is a movie ad. Oh, now you skipped it. I couldn't I enjoy that movie. World Star exclusive. Huh. 
Mine really. Mine fuck y'all nigga. <laughs> Straight up. Fuck y'all nigga. I wouldn't fuck with Webby after that video <laughs> like this. Fuck with me, look. Don't walk around with my head down. Why? I promise I'm gonna be the trillest one until I die. Fuck you niggas, bye. All I need is God. And it's whatever, bitch, and you can see it in my eyes. I ride solo on the thing that be up in my ride. It's my 45. I can glide on these chrome ties. Smiling in my face and want to take my place. Backstabbers. Hold up a minute. Wait. And you probably get good. Yeah, I, I do like the Webby. He's not a mumble rapper. I love it. I love the video, too. It's just like the old school house. <laughs> Garbage cans on fire. Fuck y'all, nigga. I know that place. Where we take no shit, y'all. It's all now. I really trust y'all, nigga. I'm feeling Fuck y'all, nigga. Man, fuck y'all, nigga. Fuck y'all, nigga. Love, love. Fuck y'all, nigga. With no rubble. Big, long dick has been a long ass struggle after all that hustling and all that trouble after all those lawyers. We spent all that money and we still all Gucci. Yep, all of us. I got a lot of haters long as my niggas love me. Judge me. Hit Instagram and try and hurt you, boy. Fuck you. Make sure you kill your ass to work tomorrow. I go purple. I want to send you to hang out with Lemmy. Yeah. Let's see if you come back alive. And that's just how I feel. And you know what it is. I'm going to tell you to your face. When I see a man smiling in my face, I know they wanna take my place. But I don't say what up, y'all niggas, cause I don't really trust y'all niggas. I'm feeling like fuck y'all niggas. Fuck y'all niggas. Man, fuck y'all niggas. Fuck y'all niggas. Is he blood? Look. He's got the red. Yeah, he might be. I don't know. Talking to you, then I might be. You ain't gotta like me, and you don't wanna fight me. But I done got too old for that. Disrespect me, I'll knock you out your soul for that. Where people kill you? It's so burning like, man, I put my thing up on your pearly whites. You heard this, you heard that, you probably heard like a million things. You better make so that you heard right. Like, I'ma have a throne till I'm dead and gone. And my bread's still long, or you heard wrong. I'm still riding on chrome, get my swerve on. So get out my dick, bitch, and go play with yourself. Great though, Webby rocks. <laughs> yeah. Webby, you're fucking awesome, bro. Let's see, where's the brakes? And we will be back. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? low-cost airlines with one call to low-cost airlines you'll drastically slash your travel costs we're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations where would you like to go london rome costa rica australia wow that's cheap so why wait call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the u.s or international our prices are so low we can't publish them the only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel it's that easy so call now and start packing 800-218-4909 800-218-4909 again that's 800-218-4909 have you visited club midnight the hottest virtual nightclub 
on the internet today. Club Midnight. That's M-I-D-N-Y-T-E. Music, authors, filmmakers, and so much more for the dark at heart. Club Midnight, where darklings come to play. Clubmidnight.com C-L-U-B-M-I-D-N-Y-T-E dot com Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Screech! Screech! Hey, how's it going? Ah, CJ Screech, how you doing, dude? I am pretty good. Glad to be back on the show, for sure. Great to have you back, dude. Cameraman, podcaster, and writer from South Carolina, correct? Yes, yes. And probably a bunch of other things that I'm completely facing on right now. <laughs> did you get hit with that hurricane, dude? I did not. Uh, it's it's kind of funny because it completely missed us entirely. Oh, that's but um, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that from the supermarkets where there's there's no you know bread and milk yeah. anywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and the Walmart shut down for like six days. Oh wow! Um, so surprising. so it was like a ghost town, but yeah, nothing. We didn't. We barely even got any rain. To be honest, that's cool. We got a lot yesterday that was like out of the blue. Like yesterday, we, it just came down like crazy, crazy. Um, how have you been, dude? I've been good, doing a lot of editing and uh, getting into other parts of the uh, the entertainment industry. Uh, did a little bit of acting and yeah, um, getting ready to start back with Dave and Creech. I was going to ask if you guys were on hiatus because I, I didn't see a show for a while. Yeah, yeah, we've been on um, hiatus. Dave's been working on countless movies. He's he's been very busy himself. Yeah, and I see he's uh, adopting yeah, so, pups. So we, he's adopting dogs. Yeah, yeah, he's adopting dogs and everything. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he acted up to the to the I guess the the fate of Twitter, and Twitter <laughs> came back with a resounding yes. So yeah, the, uh, the, they're adorable. They're so cute, those dogs. What uh, well, when are you guys coming back? Uh, we should be back within the next week or so. Um, we actually, our first uh, episode is going to be with Carlos Salazraki uh, from Reno 911. Uh, he awesome. voiced Rocco and Rocco's Modern Life, Taco nice. Bell Chihuahua Dog. He's he's done pretty much everything. It, it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy, but it's it, he's he's super cool. That's cool. Uh, and that's going to be our first official episode back. Who was he on Reno, Reno 911? Uh, he was Deputy James Garcia. Oh. I love Garcia. I love Dangle, but I love Garcia too. That's amazing. Yeah. That show was so great. So great. Yeah. I love that show. It it was uh, really hard to actually do the interview without fanboying because, uh, (laughs) yeah, growing up on a lot of his work, it was was super cool. Yeah. And I saw you have Michael Cudlitz coming back for a second interview, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Uh, We had Michael on, I think, about two years ago now, uh, wow. like right before he was killed off of The Walking Dead, and now we're uh, we're bringing him back on to discuss everything he's been up to since then. He's got a new uh, show that's going to be airing on ABC starting October, and uh, he's nice. also directing an episode this season of The Walking Dead. So, oh wow, we'll be talking all about that stuff. Cool, cool. 
I didn't watch The Walking Dead, so I don't know. Who did he play? Abe. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Yep, yep. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting. We got uh, also uh, a recording interview this week, but I think it airs next week with uh, Christopher Barry, who was on The Walking Dead. He was on Salem, uh, and he was on Spider-Man Homecoming. We're actually, uh, it's going to be, I think, his third time on the podcast, but cool. we're catching up with him and everything. It's going to... Who was, he in, who was he in uh, Walking he Dead was, or Spider-Man? And in The Walking Dead, he was uh, the first scout of Negan that you ever see, the one who uh, stops Daryl, Sasha, oh, and Abraham on the road. Yes. With the, with the, with the biker gang. Yes. He was the one, the main guy. Of oh, them. he got blown the fuck up with an RPG, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. an amazing scene. Yeah, oh. yeah and then uh, in Spider-Man, he was one of uh, the Vulture's... Uh, henchmen, henchmen like oh. uh, the one that went after Peter uh, in the school okay uh, when he was, they were trying to get that piece back and then the one he, he lost very quickly fighting Spider-Man on the uh, the boat yes yes that's awesome that's awesome I was gonna ask if you've ever uh, considered or done any acting or tried to get on like as an extra on Walking Dead or anything like that uh, Walking Dead no I haven't tried yet which is weird because not only have I interviewed most of the main cast, I, I'm pretty good friends with a lot of people who've actually done Savior and Walker work. Uh, but I've never, I've never really tried to get on that show. I, I have, I did a background acting in a uh, a role in Strip Club Massacre last year, which was a, a horror movie that came out. Uh, and I did a extra bit on the Halloween that comes out this October. Oh wow! Wow! That's awesome, That's awesome dude. Yeah, so, so I'm starting to do a little more acting. Uh, I uh, or me and Dave are working on a on a film right now. Whenever he decides to film it, I'm going to be in that. Nice. Um, it's going to be another horror movie. It seems like I'm just destined to do horror at this point right now. But you <laughs> that's know, no right. complaints. Yeah, I was going to say that's a that's good a, genre. That's at least you're not in genre. I, 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 uh, if you said rom com, I'd be like, oh man, you got to do something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to get covered in blood and screaming, and yeah. you know, in the strip club, I got to make it rain and oh. you know, just beat around everything. So it's like, you know, eh, it's not too bad. <laughs> uh, what did you do with uh, Strange Land Oddities? Uh, yeah, I'm now the assistant director of Strange Land Oddities. Uh, that we just uh, started with them two weeks ago. Basically, it's. It's kind of like a general purpose entertainment company. Yeah, um, I thought so like, like a production it, company. Yeah, so like they, they go around and do some of the stuff like I used to do with David Creech with press interviews, you know, going and interviewing right. celebrities and actors and all that. But then they also help finance uh, feature films and also do the whole convention management, uh, you know, scene like we have, uh, they send celebrities to conventions and, you know, we're, we go as their management. And all, and all that that jazz like we've got we've got some pretty big names right now and I think our biggest clients right now are Cheech and Chong nice um, but yeah we've got a lot of, of great clients and they're they're constantly doing all sorts of stuff so you know we, we spread the word on everything they're doing and we get them out to conventions so fans can meet them did they do something with Cobra Kai did they do something with Cobra Kai? I don't think they did. Because I thought I saw something with, uh, who was the, the sensei in, in the dojo, in the original Karate Kid? That actor. I thought I saw something with him on there. I don't know. You, you might have. I don't know. Mm, I don't I, like know. I said, I'm still pretty new, so I'm still trying to 
I keep telling uh, Sean, who's the, the the president of the company, like I need to write down some of these names because there's so many names of like clients that we've got. Wow. That I'm still trying to learn them all. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you, CJ. I saw a while ago on Facebook you posted something about a stalker from the podcast. Yes. You said that he yes, yes. got your phone number. How how did that even happen, dude? You know what? I, apparently. You know, my and my Facebook is generally uh, I, I keep it private. I don't know how many want to say private, but it's accessible to really friends only. The stuff I post. Yeah. Mm, but yeah. somehow, you know how Facebook. I, I'm assuming this is why, because I mean, uh, I had my my number on Facebook. Oh. But basically, yeah, I never somehow a, a follower of the show, somebody who's like a really big fan of the show for whatever reason, and they they got my number, and they put it down put me down without telling me as a reference for like a job interview yeah that's what i thought it was like a job interview so so the people call me and they they, you know they say we've got so and so here they've listed you as a reference they said they do work on on your show oh Oh, no (laughs) that is terrible they they, they, they do this and that and they've been doing it for a couple years and that uh you know that we just want to check to make sure that they're uh you know that they're 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 on the up and up, and that they're they're telling the truth, and that this is what they actually do with you. And I'm like, well, they don't they don't actually do anything but listen. Um, so I don't know what to tell you on that end. So I, oh, I, I'm wow. thinking they eventually didn't get the job. Mm, I hope not. But, but it was very very weird. What did they think then, you were uh, just gonna go along with it? Like oh, you're just yeah, gonna call and just be like, oh yeah, he does. he's a real go getter. Yeah, it's been producing yeah. my show forever. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it was the weirdest like five minutes of my life, and it was just very awkward. But it's just stupidity. I mean, hey, it's like a funny story now. Yeah, yeah. Oh but, like, man. But when it happened, it wasn't it wasn't very funny. And then I was like, what else does the internet know about me? So I got some of my friends who are like into all the computer stuff and mm. all these Russian search engines that you could find anything. And I'm like, I'm looking at my name. I'm like, oh God, there's so much stuff on here. Dude, sometimes like I'll search just our show and it'll be on like, yeah, different like countries. Like it'll be on a different languages, like podcast, like site and shit. I'm like, how'd they get on there? I guess from our RSS, I, I don't know how it gets on there, but we're on some other country sites sometimes. And we Mongolia, are big, we are big in Mongolia, <laughs> CJ Creech. We, uh, we, we, it shows you your analytics on Podbean. Yeah, our number two country is Mongolia. <laughs> I hey, assume it's because, Mongolia, like... Mongolia, I love your beef. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Mongolia tries to get on the internet, and they can only get to the Robin Slim That's podcast. That's all they're allowed, like, no, I think, over there. <laughs> That's the only thing that works. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get, like, a bunch of job job interview calls from, from Mongolia now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put your number on the Mongolian search engine <laughs> as a free job reference. Exactly. Maybe I should make that part of our, our, our business plan at Strangeland Oddities. Just be like, pay us X amount of dollars and we'll lie and say that you work with us. That, that's, that's a good, good one. Yeah. I was going to say, too, you got to corner the Mongolian market. They're real thirsty. Exactly. They're real thirsty for ent- entertainment over there. <laughs> yes. That sounds like a good racket in general, though, just like charging <laughs> charging people to use on you as a reference. I think Slim's yeah. doing something later on Fiverr. <laughs> Free jo- $5 job references from Slim. Exactly. See, look at that. 
Yeah, we got a whole, a whole new business idea. We do need to start doing that. Yeah, yeah, they worked on the Robin Slim show with us. He, uh, you yeah, know. they stole a lot of shit. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. Some guys steal. They sexually harassed a bunch of the interns, but... <laughs> Even though I told them cool. to. I told them to, but, you know. Guy follows orders. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was gonna I ask hope you. Slambo has this as job reference. Yes, <laughs> Creech. I, I was gonna ask you what is uh, the most fun you ever had producing something or in a production of a of, of a show. A production of something. Yes, or something like you mean like a movie or or whatever, mm-hmm. or of a film, of uh, of an interview, of anything. Well, I can't really talk about Halloween yet. Yes, unfortunately, but uh, but that would be your favorite. I mean, Hypothetically. Uh, well, that, 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 I mean, yeah, that, that one's up there, but, uh, I mean, Strip Club Massacre, I mean, to be at a strip club for about eight hours, free, get to watch, you know, get plenty of dances and everything, perhaps way free, I mean, but red-blooded American male is going to say that, that they had a really rough time on that. That was that was excruciating, um, I bet. Yes, yeah, so, so that, that, that was so terrifying, yeah. Um, Did the strippers but, yeah, get no, killed I mean, in that I, movie? I, there was yes uh actually well they did but for the most part it was actually the strippers doing the, the massacring in this movie oh that's a twist okay. that's that's fucking badass yes yep yeah they uh it was a whole rape revenge thing and wow was, you know they they uh are we are we allowed to curse oh, yes. i can't even remember yes yeah. okay absolutely so, yes yeah okay so the um you know, there's dick biting off uh, scenes, okay. and uh, yeah, basically blood. And some dude gets raped with a crowbar. Ah, <laughs> that's amazing! Wow, wow! Is that on Redbox? How do I always see that? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime as Nightclub Masker. They had a problem with the title. Apparently, Nightclub Masker is better than Strip Club. Absolutely, um, yeah, God forbid the but it's, strip it's also, was in there. I think it's also on Voodoo and uh playstation and xbox and google play possibly youtube nice nice that's cool dude yeah it's, so it's, it's it's available everywhere and i think it's pretty cheap at this point now it's been out for about a year and a half cool cool i was gonna ask you too what's yeah, the yeah. worst time you had in production of a film or anything besides uh, uh tom green interview <laughs> was like, yeah, tom green i mean tom green brings uh, you know pretty up there on, on uh all of them uh, i wouldn't even i wouldn't even say it's uh it's it, it's worse because of the experience but uh a couple months ago i went down to the set of a horror film uh shooting called camp twilight as uh dave sheridan and felissa rose um from sleepaway camp in it and I had a blast on the set. Like, you know, it was it was a really good time. Even though Dave almost got me thrown off. Because I was, was just gonna ask busy. if Dave fucks with you in that kind of a situation. <laughs> oh yes, he totally did. Like, <laughs> I was gonna you say know, your we, worst experience had something to do with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, we we get down there. We drive the eight hours to pick him up from his hotel. And the the first thing was uh, Dave's character got a little bloody the night before, so. Uh, he had to go buy some more pants for his character. And he could have sworn that he went to this Walmart to get these pairs of pants, but we go there and he hadn't been there. So uh, basically, to, to a long story short, we go to six Walmarts in the span of about two or three miles. 
trying to find a Walmart that he went to to get his pair of pants. And we eventually do. And, you know, I'm giving him shit the whole time. He's for a pants it. I'm like, thief, really, Dave? You can't remember this? Right? Dave. But and, and, and so after we get these pants, we go to the set. And they, they have this big, like, giant security guard. And as soon as we pull in, Dave gets out. Oh, hey, how you doing? And then, you know, he, he kind of runs off. He goes wherever. So I'm just slowly getting out of the car. And then the security guard comes over, and uh, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, ah, I'm here with Dave. And he's like, Dave says you're not with him, so you're going to have to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, he's uh, like, yeah, yeah, you, you're going to go, or I'm going to forcibly remo- remove you from the area. Wow. And I was like, what? Holy so like, I, I'm like, they're trying to call Dave. And he's like, there's no need to call anybody. Just go. I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? Wow. I'm with Dave Sheridan. And then, um, yeah, long story short, Dave eventually came out after letting me suffer for about a minute and a half, two minutes, which felt like longer. Yeah. And uh, it was like, yeah, he's, he's okay. He's with me. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. The, like the, the, we, had, we had a good time after that. We pranked one of the actors into thinking him, th- him thinking we were more important than we actually were. Um, because he, 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 he wanted to be, he was like, he thought we were with Howard Stern because that's what Dave was telling him. <laughs> so we're like, we're like, yeah, we're, we're, we, the whole time we're like, yeah, we're with Howard Stern. We're going to air this interview this day at this time. <laughs> so this poor guy is probably listening on those day at times, hoping to hear himself on Howard Stern when, of course, didn't happen. He's been he's emailing like Baba Booey. He's emailing Robin. He's like, why is my interview aired? Yet? And then he's just like criticizing himself. Like, I shouldn't have said that one thing. They just took <laughs> they away my whole interview. They would have played my interview if I didn't <laughs> say that, that one thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I never did follow up with him to find out, but I know he, he did, you know, eventually find out, especially since it never aired. Um, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, the, the worst part was coming back because we were, we were going to stay another day and actually film like I was going to film a scene in the movie but I had to go pick up my daughter so it was like an, an eight hour drive back after we had been on the set for about 12 hours so we were just exhausted yeah and uh, yeah the driving back was just horrible I think we, we actually fell asleep in a McDonald's drive through for 30 minutes <laughs> I don't know how um, <laughs> neither of us died. Dave's got to be um, fun on a road trip, I would think. He's he's a loose cannon. Dave is definitely a loose cannon. He's he's uh, he's he's like like I was telling you the last time you had him on the show that he was your problem uh, for that <laughs> yes. thirty minutes. It's like that all the time. Like I was gonna ask, uh, like doing a show never, with him. It's I can never be, let him go live. It's got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, he'll sneak stuff in into a podcast as we're recording, but he knows he's never going to make it. A lot of editing he does with it Dave. Just because he knows that I have to edit it. So he's like, okay. <laughs> wow. What, what I want to know is, like, why did he have to go to the same Walmart to get that pair yeah, of pants? Don't like, they have the same pants in every Walmart? <laughs> right? Like, that's what I was going to ask. Uh, well, apparently, well, see, here's the thing people may not know. Dave Sheridan um, is a cheapskate. Uh, he, he loves... <laughs> To get things for deals, and these were clearance pants, and and oh. so some of the WalMarts had already sold out. Oh, so my God. he was going to find those, those clearance pants, and one of the WalMarts still had it, and he wasn't going to give up until he found them. <laughs> That's amazing. That is the best. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he was I, picking fights with people on uh, on our Facebook Live that we did from the set too, which is pretty great. <laughs> 
What, what do you mean he was picking fights with people? Just talking trash. Yeah, he was talking trash to everybody. <laughs> he was like, he was making fun of people's names because uh, somebody that, that was uh, on there, his name was Taylor. It was one of my friend's brothers, but he was making fun of his name and like the girl's <laughs> name and everything. And so Taylor was getting mad on Facebook. He really can't. He can't do anything. He's like, you must be really mad that you can't punch me, and I can just say whatever I want. Dave's just trolling like your friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And then your friends and family call you like, why, why don't you stick up for me, man? <laughs> exactly. I, I get I get the flag for it. Dave just gets to make all the the pun and the fun. Now now you get a lot of shit at family reunions. And <laughs> exactly. All of the Dave Sheridan. <laughs> oh man! When did you say you guys are coming yeah, back would... again, CJ? Uh, like in a week? Uh, the the show, yeah, the show should return in about a week, week's time. Cool. Um, like I said, we've already we've got the interview done, and now it's just hustling Dave to to get back on and finish the rest of the show. <laughs> so I'm curious. I was just going to ask real quick because you said you're an extra in um, the new Halloween and I know that it's been reviewed already so they've had to screen it so have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet um, unfortunately I, yeah but I, I have I know it, it screened at the, uh, one of the international film festivals and that uh, yeah it's cool. been getting a lot of good reviews cool yeah. I can't wait it's one of my favorite Michael Myers is one of my favorite uh, horror characters just because it's like one of the most believable like he is just a psychopath. He's yeah, not, he's not like a zombie like Jason or yeah. you know, some dream demon like Freddy. Exactly. He he could he could really happen. Could really happen. And, and this one's kind of cool because you know it ignores all the other the other movies other than the first one. That's yeah. what I heard. It's like a true sequel. That's what Slim said, and my dad uh, said too. Oh, yeah, so you... I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. I mean, I think it comes out October. It's October something, uh, like in the middle. I know it's like the 14th or 16th or something the, like that. The 19th, yeah, October 19th. 19th. Who's doing it? It wasn't a it, was it wasn't a Rob Zombie one, right? No, no. This one was uh, David Gordon Green, who also uh, he he does a lot of stuff with Danny McBride. I know Danny McBride was one of the writers on it. Wow, uh, that's amazing. I love Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great that he's he's doing all of the. Uh, He's branching out from comedy, and he's doing a little bit of horror. That is cool. That is cool. Was he? Did you have any interactions with him? Did you see him at all? Unfortunately, not. I wish, though. I mean, <gasps> he lives down here, so hopefully one day I'll end up running in, into him. Um, Give me his phone Murray number. I'll use him as a. I, him to, to move here. I'll use him as a job reference. Give me his phone number, CJ. Exactly right. Yeah, I just need to find out his number, and I'm going to use him as a job reference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, that's great. He can, or I'll tell him he can, you know, since it's, it's already been done, he can use me as a job reference. <laughs> right? I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind giving him one. You know, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would probably, like, you know, lie my ass off for him. Like, no problem. <laughs> yes, Danny McBride, he's, he doesn't steal anything, trust me. <laughs> exactly, no. no. He is an upstanding person. I've, I've worked with him for years. He will bring value to your corporation. Exactly. <laughs> It'll also make your life a lot more funnier. <laughs> oh, my God. What movie was it? This is the end? He, like, stole. He totally stole that movie from me. Oh, yeah. No, the whole, uh, I want to jerk off everywhere on the, you know. 
that with him and Franco when they were arguing about the, that the yes. scene like I can't watch that scene straight face. He wasn't even and in no matter that how many long. times I watch it. Yeah, that and just his little role in Tropic Thunder. Uh, he's bound it down. He's done. He's done so much great stuff. Yeah, he, he's he's done fantastic work. Yes, he was in Danny one. Danny McBride, feel free to call me. Anytime. Yes, call call all of us. Do interviews with us, Danny McBride. He did one. <laughs> um, uh, writer told me it was like it was it the principals or vice principals. Like it was. Uh, it was it Netflix. I don't know. Never he was. Heard of it. Oh, it was really good. Really good. I saw a yeah, couple. Yeah, vice principals. From. Yeah, they actually yes. filmed that down here. Wow. Um, for HBO. Yeah, no, I was hilarious. Yeah, it looked amazing. I saw a few clips. It looked really good. Really good. Nice, dude. Uh, my, my only my only problem with that show is that it ended too soon. Did it? Mm-hmm. It's it's over already. Yeah, yeah. They only they only planned to do two seasons when they started because uh, that was all they had wrote, like story uh, arc wise. So was it like a definite end it, ending, or is it like still open that there can be more? Uh, I I think it's pretty. I mean, the story left you know pretty much tied all the loose ends up. Oh, okay. By the end, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, I'd still be fine if they, they came back and did more. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. You know, CJ, Call Creech. I'll be, I'll be in it. I'll be in season three. <laughs> Get some Creech on there. CJ, we have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you again. Thank you so much for talking to us. Not a problem. Thank you guys for having me back on. It's always a, pl- a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'm looking to number three, and hopefully you can get Dave back on sometime. I tried. I think I emailed him. He didn't reply, so... Should I just keep him pestering him? Cool, cool. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll shoot him a text. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure he gives you guys a call. Cool, dude. Um, how can everybody find you? Uh, well, I'm on uh, Twitter at CJCNOV88. I really need to change that because it's pretty lame. Saying you can find me on Twitter at David Creech. Um, or you can find me on uh, Strange and Oddities at Strange and Odd on uh, Twitter. And, yeah, just, just all, all around pretty much. Facebook, YouTube, Creech Creative. I'm everywhere. Job reference. Even on job <laughs> Thank you, brother. All right. Thanks. Have a good one, dude. We will be back. This is the Slambagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or a little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Own This Sometimes. Well, my music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Nuh-uh. Because I'm a dash of Adam Driver, makes it coupon set That's a dapper dude dashing, but I'm poop on mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen and a pattern, then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans would do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better, but I'm goofy as heck Nerd Punk I wonder what's my pitch to be an internet sensation I call these godly marketers six internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest of the doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out and expectations. Lower your expectations. You go to work after ain't nobody heard that ain't, ain't nobody earned for you rapping any words. That ain't worry because you're sure that a rapper spitting verses as perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pastor. Yeah, oh. 
It's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody got to pat you on the back. But alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So what are you waiting for, baby? Go to SoySauceSound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee for the editor and creator, Fluffer, for Comics Watching Comics. And you're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, Rob, it's Nadine. Nadine Marissa, actress from Dallas, yes. Texas. How are you doing? Fine, how are you? Good, good. From The Walking Dead and Better Call Saul and more. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been acting? Because it didn't seem like you've been acting that long and you got some pretty sweet gigs. <laughs> that That's funny because it feels like it's been forever for me. <laughs> I've been acting since I was like eight. Yeah, I've been doing theater for a while and television for about six years. Wow. Is there a lot of stuff like yeah. you're uncredited for? Um, no, it's just that I didn't I didn't book a lot. I was mainly doing theater until my agent was like, Look, if you wanna if you wanna make the transition, you're gonna have to stop doing theater for a while. <laughs> and that's how that happened. Wow. What uh what kind of theater did you do? Did you do uh like musicals or stuff like that? Um a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. Musicals and just the regional theater in, in Dallas and um yeah, just Anything I can get my hands in, actually, you know. So how come it took your agent to tell you to start doing TV? Like, why why were you hesitant? <laughs> well, it's not that I was hesitant. It's just I was a theater baby first, and and I, I loved it. And she came to see a show, and she said, hey, you know, I, I got some things I could possibly, you know, send you on. And, and I went, and I went right back to theater because I thought, okay, well, no big deal. And the first audition happened to be Better Call Saul. And I, I booked it, but it was, you know, small things here and there. So I thought, okay, I got plenty of time to do theater. That's fine, you know. Um, and then she was like, look, so we got more stuff coming. You're going to have to just, you know. Um, just get I, out I of just theater? I like performing. I like being a storyteller. Cool. Is that, do you still do theater or no? No, no, I wish. You know, we just don't have time right now. Yeah, that's your first love, though. No, you you that, miss it, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool to hear. Um, I was going to ask, too, you play uh, Nab- Nabila on uh, Walking Dead, who is a gardener in the kingdom, and I love your character. Yes. Your, your character, oh, thank you, you. you seem to bring, not light, but you seem to make the best of every situation. Like, just like Jerry, you, you, you bring a <laughs> smile to my face when I see you. You always got, like, a great demeanor, and it's awesome. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, it's it's fun playing her and being able to bring her to life. You know, it really yeah. is. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's exciting. It's that's a good crew to be with, and everyone's like having fun. So it's you know. I was gonna ask. You go to work and have fun. I was gonna ask if they because like, uh, we talked to uh, Steve Coulter and he said that they're very accepting. Like, if you're a new actor on the show, they they don't like shun you. They they really take you in. Oh, absolutely. From the moment that I hit um, that I hit the set, actually, Kari was the first one who plays, you know, um, King Ezekiel was the first one to be like, hey, welcome to welcome aboard. And they were all just really, 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 really friendly. Like you don't even 
you you know you forget that you're new because they're all like, hey, what's going on with you know? Wow, they he, really make you. He's feel an like amazing character, cool. Jerry. I love, I love Jerry too. When I first when when uh, I first saw the 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 first episode with the kingdom, I was like. I, my girlfriend, I was binge watching it and I was like, I don't know if I could watch this anymore. This is ridiculous. But she said, <laughs> she said how great it was. And I gave it like, I think till the end of the episode, I think I was like, all right, this is cool. Cause it just seemed so weird at first. The, the yeah. kingdom, I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> I know it seems like a different, a, a different group of people that they brought in and go, okay, what's going on here? So, They're yeah. wearing BMX and- stuff. I'm like, what is one of these guys? What is this? <laughs> BMX like pads and, <laughs> and, and like what? Well, like, but they are they're awesome. It's an awesome place. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, I love those guys. It, it's great. Is your character uh, Muslim? Like you wear the hijab, but uh, has it ever been stated? Um, I believe it has. Um, I try not to because so many different religions wear the hijab. I try to just be respectful of of that and that it can be represented for, for anyone, you yes. know, mm-hmm. that, that wears that, that garment. But, um, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I, I feel like it's almost like something you just happens to be, you know what I mean? Kind yes. of like she happens to be a girl. She happens to be Muslim. Yes. It, I don't really describe her as that. So when people are like, you're Nabila from the, I, I don't originally say, Oh, she's the Muslim character. Most people are go, do you wear the head thing? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a hijab. I do wear the hijab, you know? Yeah. But, but it, I didn't know in real life, are you Muslim? Or are you religious? Um, I am. I am religious. I'm not Muslim, but I am religious. I do believe that, that God's got my back and he's shown me over and over again. Nice. That's awesome. I was going to say, too, I saw you're a parent. Is it hard juggling an acting career and being a parent at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> it is when your kid is crazy about walking dead. <laughs> 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 it is. So is. Oh. You know, he did not happen to to know. Actually, when when I booked it, he knew nothing about it. I knew he was into it. Um, when <laughs> I got cool. to set and I talked to everybody, I told everybody, "Hey, look, my kid is crazy about it." And um, when my episode finally aired in season seven, we were actually in LA on vacation and you could hear this little voice because at the time he was in middle school and you hear him was like mom mom are you on the walking day (laughs) casually like i'm not really sure if that's my mom but it looks like my mom but yeah is he does he ask you to take him on like for a day or two on set (laughs) he's tried (laughs) he's tried he's tried but he knows it's it's like Secret, secret, so he can't, you know. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask, is your character going to be more predominant in the next season? I don't know. Have you seen season nine's trailer? I didn't, but I heard, are, are you, you uh, is your is Nabila romantic with Jerry? I I don't know. You got to watch the trailer and tell me. <laughs> I didn't see it. I know it starts, <laughs> it starts October 7th, correct? Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, we're super psyched, too. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Is it, is it, do you think it'll be any different filming with, with, uh, you know, Andrew Lincoln's last season and possibly Lauren Cohen's? I, I don't, I think they've said, um, Andy's so great, too. When I, when I met him, it was, um, we happened to be on set and he just walked up like he was in, you know, or normally you try to stay out the way of the big people, but he just walked up and was like, I haven't met you yet and introduced himself and i mean just really kind of so was lauren and 
I don't think I think they've set a good a good you know um a good backdrop for everyone. I think they've the writers are so incredible and um you know and our showrunner Angela's so great with telling everyone's story that I think people will understand that oh okay so these are these people and these are that people and I think they're kind of they were moving away from just being all about Rick to everyone's story. Mm. Yeah. So I think that people will start to feel that way because there's some people that come up and they're like, I'm kingdom all the way or I'm, I'm hilltop or I'm savior. I'm, you know, wow. so people are kind of getting into that kind of feel. Yeah. I see that a lot at comic cons when I go that, that the, the feel of people walk up and go, I'm kingdom all the way. And you're like, great. You know, <laughs> wow. Wow. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think fans were like that into it. Yeah. Like I love the show, but I would never say, yeah, no, I'm kingdom. I'm, <laughs> I'm garbage I, people. <laughs> I read the, I read the comics, so I'm completely lost on this, but intrigued. Like I didn't know they're they're getting rid of Rick on the TV series. Rick, well, he, I guess Andrew has other things he wants to do. He's been on for how long is it? Yeah, like nine seasons, nine seasons. Nine, eight, nine yeah, seasons. Like yeah, like this is this is nine season nine. So he's he's been here a while, and yeah. I don't necessarily know if he's gone. Yeah, or gone for good. I think. This show does a great way of dropping little things, and then you come back and you're like, "What?" And you know that it's crazy because we don't know what's going to happen till I'm on, you know, till I see my my sides, and I still don't see the full story until I'm watching it with everyone else. Wow! Yes, yeah, so they're cool. that private about it. They're that secretive about it. I only know my stuff, and wow. Then when it opens up and you're looking, I didn't know that happened. I didn't know this. Ha-, you know. I do know yeah. in the comic there are long stretches where you just don't see Rick, so they could easily put him in the background and focus on another group of people uh, within the community because that's kind of what they're doing right now in the comic, where they're focused on like Eugene and uh, a couple of people in his group. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they're, and they're they're known to sometimes follow the comic and then sometimes deviate from the comic. I mean, it's it's crazy. Uh, Carrie Cahill, who plays Diane is a big comic reader. So a lot of times I'll poke her brain and go, what, 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 what did the comics say? You know, what, what happened? And she'll go, I don't know. I'm lost. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. We're, we're just flying by the seat of the pants right now. You know. Who do you connect with the most on the show? It, off the scene, off set, and on the set? Uh, it probably, um, first of all, all of the kingdom, we all have a, a great time and, and talk. And, Probably it would be Carrie. I, I probably talk to Carrie more than I talk to anyone who plays Anne. Um, and just because we zoned really well from our first meeting and we've chilled and hung out and gone to cons together. So we've had probably the closest. I think her and Jerry Cooper, who's prob- probably the two that I'm, I'm the coolest with. Yeah. You know, that I spend the most time with. Um, and Carrie's super, super kind. So is Melissa. But they're so busy. Yeah. That you don't really get the time to sit and chill with them. But yeah, everyone's kind of a a big family, even the, the, you know, when we go to Hilltop and, and see people, um, I know have some great friends over at Hilltop, you know, Karen that plays Birdie is there and, um, Oscar to play by Anthony. I mean, you, you make friends and you're, you're checking on each other and seeing, you know, it's just, it's a good, a good group of people. That's awesome. You know, once you're a walking dead family, you're kind of walking dead family. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ezekiel still alive in the TV series? Yes. Okay. Is he dead in the comic? Yeah, well, he dies after the Negan. He dies after the Negan arc in the comics during the Whisper arc. I don't know what they're doing with the show, but 
Yeah, he dies at the beginning of the Whisper arc. Wow, I, I thought he died. There was that scene where you know you thought you thought everybody was dead. Oh really? Then Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah. The, the big. Oh man, that was so hurtful. Oh. All the people. Oh, hmm? all my crew. That that, that hit hard. That I, did. I almost teared up when I thought Ezekiel and Jerry died. I was yeah. I was like, you didn't know. You didn't know. I was like, fuck. They did I kill know, his tiger. Was so off, cool. Right? With, yes. What was the tiger's name? Act- when he cut that dude in half with that axe, I was like, "Yo!" Yeah. Did you, Nadine? Did you yeah. did you act with any scenes with the tiger? What was the tiger's name? Uh, Shiva. Shiva, yes. Yes. Or was that I superimposed? Had, I, my very first scene was with Shiva. My very oh. first words were, "I think I yeah." That's right. I was saying, "I think I just peed myself." Yeah. I growled. That's right. Yeah, she was, yeah, and it was it was a real tiger. Was it was it real, Nadine, or was it superimposed? I feel like I was looking at a real tiger. <laughs> I feel like I was. And I know she's missed, but I was. So, yeah. I I was sad. I was sad when Chiba died. Yeah, oh, I was so sad too. I didn't know that was gonna happen either. Didn't see that coming. Oh, they don't even tell you. You don't even know until you're watching. No. That's, that's amazing. No, we don't. We definitely don't. If we're not in that scene, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Do you have any other uh, acting jobs you could talk about? Or is it just strictly Walking Dead? Right now, it's Walking Dead. And I'm always, you know, auditioning. I'm working on some um, some things, producing some things on my own. Just cool. some small uh, projects I'm working on that... I won't allow it yet because I'm still working on those things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm splitting between those two. But right now, yeah, Walking Dead is the um, is is the baby. But then again, I don't know if I'm in season nine. I don't know. Oh wow! What was that? Uh, too, I was going to ask you. I saw on your IMDb. I'm trying to find it in my notes. It was uh oh my god, I can't find it. Oh, it was a car wash movie. It was a car wash movie. Was it? Oh my god! I, I'm, I'm my chicken scratch. I can't read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, lube job. What was lube job? Lube job. Oh, that was a short I did. That was so much fun. Okay. It was um, a short I did with a couple of uh, a couple of guys and of course a couple of girls and we were there were three women that were mechanics and mechanics for babies. And so guys were bringing their babies in to get tuned up and get looked at. And it was so much fun. That was such a good deal. They made around a couple of film festivals, but it was so much. It was such a good time. Cool, cool. That was, was, yeah. (laughs) That was was really fun. It was, you know, because guys with babies are normally looking very uncomfortable. And we're doing kind of what the males do. Like when the dads walk off, we're giving looks like, okay, I like his tail lights. You know, I wanted it. You're kind of giving that whole man kind of feel. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. I want to ask too. I saw you're an extreme lover of teas, and Slim is a tea snob. So I was going to ask what your favorite tea is. Yes, I love teas. Okay, so Tivana <laughs> broke my heart because in Texas, Tivana, um, we had all Tivana teas here, and then they closed. And when they really? closed, I had already went to New York and tried. Um, uh, Hessen Sons, I think that's it. Um, and they have a like cinnamon tea mm. that is the best. And 
I can't. Um, I'm not a coffee drinker. Ah. But um, yeah, I'm 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 an avid tea drinker, and my my kid will tell you, like, just just leave her alone. <laughs> Not since you had the tea. Not since you had the tea. Not since you had the tea. So, yeah. Yeah. He knows. So, like, no he Lipton. Knows. No Lipton bags. No. No, no, no. It's no Lipton bag. I like loose leaf tea. That's the only tea I know. Yes. Loose leaf tea that I can brew my own. Yeah. Are you you're still drinking I'm tea, Slim? No, not really. Other than like, I I like like the uh, Tivana's like iced teas. I really enjoy. But is that, a, is that, that like a brand or is that like uh, like a chain? Tivana was Starbucks's tea, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think they were a small chain. It's Harney and Sons, is it? I'm sorry, Harney and Sons, in um in New York City. So if oh, you ever okay. try them, try their their. They have a cinnamon. Like a cinnamon spice tea that's so good. You don't even need sugar in it. That's how good it is. Wow. Wow. See, yeah, no, yeah, I've never really been the tea good. guy. I've always done coffee. Yeah, I think that's what happened with me is I got really into tea and then I started drinking coffee and just oh. fell off of tea. Oh, you <laughs> like, were the coffee guy. Yeah. All right. I definitely <laughs> do love my coffee. I no. love our coffee. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I, I used to drink coffee back in the day and then I would never go to sleep. I would just be up. Yeah. And that so is the I problem. Thought, that's old coffee life. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love tea. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and teas, teas are multi-purpose. Like, that is a good point. Like, you can get a tea that will help you sleep. Or you oh, okay. Can't. See, I always thought yes. uh, tea had more caffeine than coffee. No, certain teas don't. A lot of loose leaf teas, they can calm you. They can put you to sleep. They can, you know, give you Relieve energy in the morning. Out. Teas are great. Wow. Yeah. I love them, yeah. I do coffee and sleeping pills. Like, yeah, you know, an hour before bed, just like sleeping <laughs> pills. It's like an oxymoron. It's like you can't, you can't have coffee and then sleeping pills. You can wash it down with the coffee. Needs It'll work. It'll work eventually. <laughs> My friend was telling me a story where she walked into um a, a little shop, and it was called a tea shop, and it said you can't be in there if you're. Uh, under 21 and she's like well, what is this and she walked in and apparently it's the the first tea shop that's ever opened in new jersey and they give you like a powder like a little like capsule that has like a powder in it and you swallow it it's like powder tea and it's supposed to give you like energy and st stuff like she showed me you know some of the capsules like that sounds like mancha yeah i think that's what it is yeah it sounds like mancha and that stuff will have you up a wall it will you have so much energy you'll be like Let's go. What are we doing? Where are we going? What do, 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 do. Yeah. We need That's to do that on the show. Yeah. It's like a tablet. Like it's a, well, she said you can also. They give you a, like a bag. Like they put the powder in the bag, and it's a dissolvable bag, so you swallow the whole bag. Wow! And then she said, when you breathe, you breathe out like a cloud of smoke. <laughs> but wow. she says yeah. the reason why you got to be over twenty-one is because they don't want kids coming in and like snorting it. I, but, I was thinking like on the same level of the energy drinks, how they made that like you had to be, I think, eighteen. Oh, it's kind of it's kind of like that. It's like an energy powder, and you can either put it in tea or you can take it as a um, as a shot back. Or yeah, but it wow. is it will get you wound. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get some for the show. I, th I think it's in Barnegat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, get some, bro. We'll have our new intern. Tivana used to have it a long time ago, but it's called Mancha and it's green. But it's boy, mm -hmm. yeah, it'll wind you up real good. <laughs> oh man, oh that's great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you gonna go, Slim? 
and get some not right now but oh. i will no yeah go <laughs> for next for next show <laughs> yeah yeah we will we'll get some bags and we'll swallow some I'm bags of powder you, warn him because your next show he'll be all over the place <laughs> <laughs> i might need it. before i was like I think I woke my kid up at like 5.30. I was like, let's go eat breakfast. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. On a, uh, yeah. Like a fast food yeah, crawl. Yeah, like, we're, we're, don't, drink, don't drink any more of that. We're done. <laughs> oh. do, you, do, do they film Walking Dead, Nadine, like around where you live, or do you have to travel for that? No, I travel. Um, when, I, when I was filming, I traveled over to um, Atlanta, out in Sonoya. That's where they... That's where they film at. Cool, cool. Like you said, they're real secretive, so you only get... Do you only get, like, a script of the scene you're in that day? Yeah, that's it. I only get my stuff. So oh. I don't know anyone's stuff. And everything's unlocked, so it's not like I can take a, a screenshot and save it or anything like that. Everything's yeah. really, really secretive. Yeah. They, like, pat you down what before you go. Do they, do they take your yeah, cell phones? great, though, right? What's that? What'd you say... I didn't know if they like they took your cell phones when you when you went on set, so you didn't um, have. Normally, anything. I I don't I normally I don't take it. Period, just because I want to be in the in in the move, you know, in the in the place, yeah, and in the spot. And my mind is in the apocalypse, and I don't believe Horizon travel to the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's crazy to get that yeah to get that mindset on the way there. Like I'm yeah. in the apocalypse. I'm going yeah, to the apocalypse. Like I, I don't have anything. This is all we have, and yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, too, like, I, yeah, I used to work in printing, and uh, for some jobs, for some books we printed, they would take your cell phones when you went in the beginning, beginning of the day because the book wasn't out yet, like, especially on, like, Harry wow, Potter yeah. books. Really? Yeah. So, like, I, I didn't know if that was the case when you guys showed up to set, if they, if they took your stuff. No, they don't take our stuff. I think they just trust that we're gonna all do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, you'll be we're found all out. Excited to be there, that we're like, I'm just gonna do what I'm supposed to do. I'm just gonna go to work and, and do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't do all of that. But uh, you know, being in it, you do become immersed and go, Wow, this is really this is the apocalypse. This is what we're dealing with. This is you know. And if you've ever looked at my character on any of my things, I'm completely covered. And, you know, filming for Walking Dead normally takes place in May through the summer. So it's like, I am baking under this. I was going to ask know? if it got hot. Yes, it does. It gets hot. Wow. Yeah, very hot. So <laughs> That's crazy. I was going to ask, too. Um, things, but I will suffer for the art. I, I don't remember exactly, like, is is the kingdom still, uh, the kingdom's still around, right? Uh, but everybody's all together now, right? As of the as of the last season, as of season eight, we were all together. We were all at the hilltop. That's what I was going to ask. Where you guys and were going to so, be? We're going to be in the next season. Yeah, I don't know. I that's the funny thing is because you can read something and and think it's one thing, and then get there and see another, and I don't know. Wow. And, you know, I don't know. Actually, season nine is probably the first time I've been like I don't have any idea of where anyone's going to be if we're going to be there if we're not going to be there if I'm going to even be in there or not you know wow that's um, amazing it's just it's crazy yeah it's so crazy but it's so fun it's so thrilling because you get to see everything um, as as you know the fans are seeing it so it's just it's so crazy that's cool um, I was going to ask too have you ever been on the Talking Dead I have not. I've done some um, behind-the-scenes interviews on The Talking Dead, 
um, where they appear after the Talking Dead, um, they might ask us a question or two and then we'll answer it. Um, but I have not been to the sofa. No. Ah. <laughs> That's but awful. you never know. One yeah. day. One day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Nadine, we have to wrap this up. But thank you so much for talking to us. No, thank you guys for, you know, for wanting to talk to me, you know, it's and thanks for time. watching the show and following behind us and, you know, love just it. being supportive of the, of the process. Thank you. Love the show. Love your character. Where can everybody, where can everybody find you? Everyone can find me on Instagram with I am Nadine Marissa or Twitter with Nadine, uh, Nadine Marissa, um, Facebook, Nadine Marissa. Um, I, I post as much as I can. I forget sometimes I get caught up in scrolling and I'll go, oh, I need to say something. Because I'm so busy <laughs> looking at all the interesting pictures and stuff going on. But I, I reply if someone says something and, and I can filter through the hundred and something things there, then I'll, you know. I saw too you retweeted. You retweeted somebody uh, cosplayed as your character, as Nabila. Oh, I cool. thought that was so yes. cool. So that cool. was so awesome. Yes. That was so awesome. That's got to be, um, that's yeah. got to be real, like, I don't know, humbling? What's the word for that when you see that? Like It is. It's it's so humbling that someone thought enough of that character yes. to want to, you know, to, to wear the garb and, and to, you know, yes. play her. I was so, like, flattered. Yeah, she did. She looked great. She looked, someone was touched by it. She looked just like you. It was really good. Really good cosplay. Yeah, she did really good. She did. And I repost stuff that, that that's really good. I do. Yeah, I nice. Go for it. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you so much, Nadine. Have a yeah. great night. No, thank you, guys. You too. Talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. We will be back. She was awesome. We'll be back with Pat Thomas. And I don't know if he's going to be down with this interview because Slambo's not here. Yeah. My... Slambo did pirate porn. <laughs> pirate did, dirty he talk. He did do pirate dirty and then he, <laughs> he might be so into his beard. Yeah. Which is I was like, show me how you wash your beard and he just <laughs> poured beard in. And the best was Joey Taylor going, that was a thing that just happened. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Then fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, 
check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting. For you. Enjoy the ride. You're listening to Rob. Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Pat! Hello. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Good. Pat Thomas from Stay the Course Podcast. That's right, man. I'm, I'm glad to be back. You know, last time was a, <laughs> it was a weird thing that happened. <laughs> last you know? time we were really drunk and, and it got crazy. It was all Slambo's fault and he's not with us anymore. I know. So, you know. He left. He well, left first, the show. First of all, I had to, I had to follow Ryder doll and I think Rod had phone sex with her. Uh, <laughs> yes. That <laughs> was the same show. That show was crazy. That was Ryder's first show, right? No, second. Oh, that was her second. Okay. Second show. And there was like an extended break after that. I think Rob had to go, you know, spend some time by himself in the bathroom. And then, <laughs> no, I get back, and then it's just me and Slambo going after it, so. <laughs> Yeah, I was spent after that, Matt. <laughs> That's right. You had pirate phone uh, yeah. sex with Slambo. Yeah, yeah. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I felt bad, though. I, do, I love your show, Pat. It's great. It's... It's uh, like positive and funny at the same time. Pat, what are you? Pat. What is going on with your phone, Pat? Are you on a boat right now? What, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You guys are you guys are talking about my podcast. Well, I love your show, but there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise from your phone. Oh, okay. Hold on. Ah. <laughs> you guys hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, both. A better. lot better. A lot better, Pat. Oh, okay. I thought you were in yeah, like my, the eye of a storm. Yeah, my podcast. The podcast called Stay the Course. I, I try to make it like an inspirational podcast where I send out a positive message, but all, all the guests I have on are just like my fellow comedians down yes. here. We're mostly just like open micro levels, and there's not really anybody that says anything in, too inspirational. <laughs> I mean, we're all well, kind of fucking like getting our shit together. I've always felt that it's both. It's inspirational and funny. Like That's what I like about your show. You're, you're a real down-earth guy. And, uh, and yeah, you have some great conversations with people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I like to just kind of sometimes get weird with people. I don't know if you could tell that or not, but I mean, yeah, the last, the last, uh, podcast I did, I told the story of, uh, 
of me shitting my pants in, in bed with my girlfriend. So. Oh, no. How'd that go like over? You guys know me. I like to keep things fucking weird. I like to keep people on their toes. <laughs> yes. I, I was going to ask too, Pat, because I know you have a lot of stand-ups on this show as guests. I didn't know if you did stand-up. Yeah, I do stand-up, but I mean, with working on the, on the boat, working on a tugboat, I only have a little bit amount of time to do it, so... Um, I basically just like open mic, local shows. I don't get like a lot of feature or headliner type of work, but I just do my best. Try to be funny, try to be creative, you know, things yeah. like that. So. That's cool, though. That's cool. At least you're doing that. I was going to ask, too, you're originally from Chicago, but you're in Texas, right? Yeah, originally, yeah, that's where I grew up. I lived in Chicago, you know, up until I was about 23. And so I've been living down here in, uh, in Houston for like the last 15 years. So. How did you end up uh, there? Well, I ended up uh, out of college. I just got a job down here. I used to do like beer sales. I did like sales and marketing, things like oh. that, setting up for special events. And then I just got so fucking sick of it after a while. I just, that's just not me, you know, like returning emails and shit like that. So I got a degree in marketing. I got a degree oh. in marketing, but I drive a fucking, I drive a fucking boat. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, were they like, what was the problem with working in beer sales? Uh, just too much, too much drinking, honestly. Like, oh, you had to, like, drink all, on the job? <laughs> we would have to drink on the job. I mean, it's right fucking there, so you might as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, like, I used to work in radio, and, like, a lot of nights we went on, on gigs with beer companies, and, like, it became a job. Like, once I got fired, like, it was nice to take a break and not drink for about a decade. Yeah. Like, it just really... Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, that's what it yeah, came that's, came to be. Like, yeah, you I mean, had to drink. You had to have that beer in your hand. And you can't just have one. You're pounding with your buddies. Like, So it wasn't fun anymore. It was just no. like, I only drink because that's what work requires me to do. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. It gets it gets that way. We got, we got really good at, like, drinking without really, like, being seen drinking. So we would be out, like, at a special event, like a county fair or something. And we would do this thing where we would have to set up the beer tap so that they could pour, you know, take beer for people with, We'd have to, of course, take a couple of samples, you know, just to make sure it was flowing right. And then when nobody was looking, we would just, you know, slam it to the head. So I got pretty good at slamming a full 16 ounce beer and nobody looked. <laughs> <laughs> what company what did you work for? Skills you develop over there. Uh, I, I work for a distributor. We distributed Budweiser. Okay. So they do all kinds. They do all kinds. No, I don't nice. Have you, have you ever, like, was the money better than what you do now? Like, What's that? What's that? Can you hear me, Pat? Yeah, I can hear you. You said something about what I do now. I, was the money better doing that or doing what you do now? Oh, no, the money's better now. Yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in like a union. You know, I basically do like a, uh, like driving a big machine. It's a skilled yeah. labor job driving a, driving a truck boat. So, yeah, I don't know. Way, I, couldn't, I couldn't stand fucking going to sales meetings and calling on customers. Yeah. Like that, you know? I don't think that would be like my cup of go, tea. Uh, I used to go to the bars in the morning when I would sell beer. You'd have to go into a bar like 10 in the morning and fucking people are sitting there drinking. You know, the same people every week. And it's like, <laughs> hey, I'd like to talk to you about, you know, trying some new uh, some new products. And here's some sales numbers and some percentages and stuff. And this guy next to me is like, hey, man, where am I going to get a T-shirt? Where am I going to get one of them neon lights, you know? <laughs> I've been drinking Budweiser my whole life. I drink the taste of day. You need to bring me your hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can only put up with that for so fucking long if you want to stretch. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my god. Hey, you do sound a little muffled right now. I don't know if there's anything you could do to uh, fix that. I'm, I'm I'm doing my best to let this come in. I'm I'm on the boat right now. That's what I thought. That's what I asked earlier. I was like, "What are you on a boat right now?" And I guess you are. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the I'm on the bow of a fucking tugboat as we speak. But I'll try to cover it a little bit, speak as clear as I can. Nice, Very cool. Thank you. Nice. Well, how long have you been doing your uh, podcast for? Uh coming up on on two years. I'm not all. Uh, I just put, I'm about to put on my 90th episode, so pretty soon here I'll be hit hit the hundred episodes. So oh, wow, do you have anything pretty, uh, planned for the hundredth? I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I'll have some guests on. I'll probably just do do something by myself, and uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe recap some old stories and you know things I've talked about in the past and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm not real sure yet. We'll see what happens. We can just have Slambo call you so you can have pirate film sex with him. <laughs> That's what it should be. That might, now, now that might be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get, get Slambo on the line. I do like that idea. I was going to say, too, I saw. I, I heard you say on your Instagram you just uh, put pictures of dog shit. You could do that for the whole show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just talk about dog shit. Yeah, that's like a thing that happens to me all the time in my apartment complex. Dog just shit like right in front of our door. Wow! <laughs> and nobody cleans it up. And nobody. Yeah, and the worst part is, is that they have like one of those stations, you know? Where yeah. Like, you can get a plastic bag and throw it away. It's right there in the courtyard, and people will just leave dog shit like all over the place. Uh, I'm waiting for one day where I can actually catch somebody. I want to catch somebody in the act. I, I did know. it years ago. I went off. I lost my mind, and the lady was scared shitless of me. Mm. She, yeah. I forget what she said. She said some crazy shit. She was scared. <laughs> yeah, I think she told yeah, me I was like, going to be going to hell. There's nothing like walking. There's nothing like walking down to the laundromat to do some laundry and just stepping in a hot. That, one, you know? That's what I was going to say. She let her dog shit like right on her curb every day, and yeah, I finally caught her and I went off. I lost my mind, and she's like, "You're going to go to hell," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll be waiting for you, you fucking cunt." Yeah, that's what you gotta do. <laughs> that's, all, that's it. That's all you can do in that. That's all you can do in that fucking point. What a, yeah. I was gonna ask too, Pat. What's been your favorite guest on your show that you've had? I listened to the guy, the gay guy. He was crazy, bro. Oh, Drew Holloway. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty nuts. He's probably one of the one of the crazier ones I've had in a while. Um, honestly, like I've had a lot of comedians on, but when I have like my close friends on. Like people who don't even do comedy, those are sometimes like the even the better, the best ones, just because mm -hmm. you know we know each other the best. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna ask. Do you always do it in? Uh, do you always do it live, or do you ever do it via like Skype? No, I've never done the Skype. I've never really, uh, I've never really hooked it up. I mean, something I've been thinking about doing, but I like. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like having somebody across the uh, the table from me. You know, I, I throw pizza in the oven and we we pour some drinks. We have some fun like that. Yeah. So. Um, I think one of my better ones, though, is I have this guy on uh, named Josh Stokes, and he's a comic, and when he comes over, that's all we do is we just talk about food. Like, last year we did a Thanksgiving special, and the whole time we just talked about cooking food and, you know, playing music and shit like that. So we're going to be doing another one of those here coming up for the holidays. That's cool. Talking about, you know, backyard barbecues and things like that. And you know. Yeah. What's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Oh, man, you know I like some good ribs. I'm always down for that. I like pizza, but I don't get much good pizza down here in Texas. I like the really? you know, Chicago restaurants. Ah, it's just people don't know, what the, oh. they don't know what good pizza is here, you know? Like down here, they put way too many toppings on their pizza. You get a, there's like no sauce. 
And then they put like 12 different toppings and you pick up the slice and the whole thing falls apart. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's just flopping. <laughs> well, you guys know. You guys are out there like on the East Coast. You guys get good, you know, thin slice out there. But yeah. yeah. Down here, people, they just don't they just don't know any better. You know, what, it's just, what is it down, down there? It's just, it... it's just tacos and barbecue. That's it. Okay. I didn't know, like, as far as pizza goes, is it mainly just the chains or are there any, like... Are there any, like, small places that are okay? Yeah, there's small places. Well, there's, like, all, like, the artisan pizzas, you know? Oh. Like, these pizzas where they just, like, they just roll out a piece of dough and they put, like, spinach on it and they call it a pizza. Right. It's like, that's not a fucking pizza. I need pepperoni and sausage and tomato sauce. People don't put <laughs> sauce on their, on their pizza down here. You what? Know? What do they do? They just put the... They just put... Olives and too much, too many toppings. There's <laughs> no sauce. You pick up the slice and all Wait, the they... toppings just fall off. Yeah. Did you say they put the cheese on top of the toppings? <laughs> yeah. Wow. They put top, and there's no and there's no tomato sauce. That's like a what? that's like a Houston Texas pizza, right? There. Oh yeah, no, I'm no never sauce, going to Texas, bro. Too many toppings and cheese on top of that. Yeah, <laughs> the worst shit ever. That sounds hard. It's not even like pizza cheese. It's just grated cheese that they put on top of the <laughs> toppings. <laughs> I don't, know. American I don't know what the fuck it is. A slice of crab singles on top of the top. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. The thing I miss the most, though, the thing I miss the most about Chicago is like the Euro sandwiches. You know, the Euro pita bread oh, sandwiches. Yes. Oh, I, I fucking love those things with the tzatziki sauce on it and a yeah. tomato. Yes. We can't. We can't get that. We don't get that shit either down here. Wow. Mm. Wow. Is there anything better down there? Uh, Like, yeah, you could go to, like, little taquerias, you know. Like, like, there's a lot of Mexican food down here. There's a lot of Hispanic population, so. Yeah. Uh, It's a barbecue food, too, right? So probably a a lot of cool, like, barbecue places, right? Yeah, it's barbecue, but it's like like brisket, and they do, like, the spare ribs. So you don't get, like, those nice, you know, uh, baby back ribs. It's like uh, just... Greasy sausage and uh, uh, fucking brisket. (laughs) (laughs) I like my shit. I like my brisket corned beef. You know what I mean? I'm from up north. I like corned beef and and cabbage. Yes. So good. So good. Now we're talking. (laughs) Yes. But I'm trying not to eat as much weight. You know, I've I've been gaining a lot of weight lately. I'm just trying not to eat as much. Like it's really hard being a, a big person like myself. Like I don't I don't know if you guys realize this about big people, but for me, like my furniture has an expiration date. You know, like, I am I, I will fuck up. I will fuck up the furniture. How big are you, Pat? Uh, right now I'm weighing in about two ninety. Wow. So that's about yeah, six foot four, two ninety. I'm a big motherfucker. Oh, okay, you're tall too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I go shopping. I go shopping for a sofa. I'll be like, yeah, that'll last me about nine months. That'll stick around. That's crazy. That's just something wow. I never thought of. Like the chair I'm sitting on right now is probably like four or five years old. Where like this chair, you'd probably get six months out of it. Like, and that's yeah, that's no, crazy. That chair up. Yeah. The chair in the I corner a, is a, covered with grease. I, I have a, I, I literally, I have a dining room chair right now. Yeah. That is on hospice. <laughs> I just hang on for dear life. You know what I mean? Oh my god. Like, we have 
It sits in the corner. We all love it. We know it's not going to be around forever. We just leave it alone. But one day I'll come home drunk and that'll be the end of the chair. So. <laughs> we have a chair in the corner of the room here. And uh, last time Slambo was on, we were like, I, I think I asked Slim where that chair came from. And he was like, as Slambo. And Slambo, like, I picked it out of the garbage, <laughs> but it didn't have the stains that it has on it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Slim's new roommate. And somehow put all these stains on this chair. We don't. We don't know. We, we. What do we do with this chair, Pat? I'm telling you, it's just it's your hospice chair. You just leave it there. You just you just love it. You enjoy the good memories you have with it, and just, you don't let the kids you don't let the kids play on it anymore. We didn't know? have memories. It was in the room, and all of a sudden, like his roommate evicted it. It's just in the living room. Should we take it out? Should we put it to rest? I think you should leave it there in memory of Slambo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When Slambo comes I back. Ever, if I ever make it out there to see you guys, maybe I can meet up with Slambo. He can sit on my lap and we can do like a little a pirate. pirate <laughs> that would be amazing. Thing. You could pour beer on his beard. I, did you watch that video, Pat, of, the, of that interview when he poured the beer in his beard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that, that wasn't the same episode I was on. Yes, no, that was yes, during that was, your interview. During your interview, he he said something about washing his beard. And I'm like, show me how you wash your beard. And he poured. He just started pouring beer into his beard, bro. Oh my god! I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was bonkers. It was fucking crazy. Oh man. So, how many shows do you have, Pat? How many like do you put out? Do you put out like one a week? A podcast, yeah, I put it out every Monday. Okay. I put it out on, on Monday, so, yeah, it's a once a week. It's anywhere from, like, 45 minutes, you know, uh, to an hour and a half. Okay. So. What do you have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, if anybody wants to check it out, it's, uh, a lot of times I just tell stories, you know what I mean? Just about, like, everyday life, so. Do you, do you know, like, beforehand, if you're going to have a guest, do you do that, like, do you know what you have planned for the next one yet, or is it something that just happens? Um, yeah, well, I've already recorded one with this, with this guy named David Pfeiffer. He's a comic. Uh, he talks about relationships and, like, some, like uh, going to, like, couples therapy and stuff like that. But I got another solo one coming up where I'm going to talk about it. I took a trip to Galveston with my girlfriend, and uh, we went to the beach. We got all sunburned, and, you know, we went around town and went to some different bars and got into some shenanigans. So <laughs> I got some got some stories planned for that one too nice i was gonna say too i heard you say in an episode in the past that it was about i think you had been in texas but you were living in in chicago but you were renting the house out that you owned and it got hit by like a natural disaster and the people that were renting it like it was crazy oh was yeah that crazy. was that was like 10 years ago that, well, that was during hurricane ike i had i bought a house like a beach house in galveston but then i went through you know lady problems and ended up, you know, feeling sorry for myself and I felt like I had to move back to Chicago and I was renting it out to this this fucking idiot and uh he just he didn't know what he was talking about. I called him, I said, Is the storm is it affect the house? He's like, No, everything's perfectly fine and then he calls me three days later, he's like, Oh actually the roof is like half torn off. It's like well, what the hell what's happened? Everything was fine. <laughs> and so I had to like basically go down there and look at it all. He said he was gonna help me like put up drywall and shit like this but the house yeah. looks okay <laughs> i get there and like the master bedroom the ceiling is basically about to fall down onto the bed so i take all that out the closet is completely like molded over there's mushrooms growing out of the carpet i rip all i rip all the shit up and then this 
fucking dickhead comes back. He's like, I'm oh, I'm like, yeah, you can't live here anymore, bro. Like this place is ruined. Like I don't know what you're looking at. Huh? He was. Good. I was taking I was taking clothes out of the closet. I'm like, how long has it been like this? Because there was like some air conditioning leak leaking in a drywall closet. Like all his clothes were like covered in mold and shit. Oh. You know, it's like. Yeah, so that was that was a lot of fun. But those years are behind me. I call those my dark ages. That's yeah, when I was you know. dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot more problems than I do now. <laughs> That's good. at least you don't have those problems anymore. But he would have been fine. Like if you never came down there, he would have been fine. Just silver in your house. Oh. I guess so. I guess yeah. He would have just been, been breathing in uh, <laughs> mushrooms. I mean, he couldn't have got any dumber. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you basically you basically had to like kick him out? Like yeah, no, he wasn't leaving. He was not leaving. I love too that I, I remember I, I, you said like you your premise was he was gonna help you he was gonna help you fix things up and like you started to and he just went out and came back like a day later a day later well yeah that's what he did like yeah, yeah. he said like if you could I said if you help me <laughs> I'll give you like a, you know a couple months free rent and then yeah. I flew down there from Chicago to fix it and as I'm tearing down drywall <laughs> he just disappeared for a day and a half you know. <laughs> He came, he came back home. He got walked into his bedroom, staring up into the attic. It's like, yeah, you can't live here anymore, bro. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was never my intention, like, to evict him. And I still don't know if what I did was legal. <laughs> I hope so. I might have broken a rule, but uh, I don't give a, you know. But then I ended up fixing it, and I was going to come back home and live with my girlfriend in Chicago. And she's like, well, don't bother coming back to living in up here because I don't want to date you anymore. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just live in my house. What the and then fuck? That, that guy ended up moving across the street from me, so you know I had, he had to like look at me for the next two years. <laughs> Did he talk shit every time he saw you? I'd be living in that yeah. house if it wasn't for you, motherfucker. Yeah, guy, guy to kicked out of his house. Now he's living there. You know? Oh my god, I did not know that. Oh my god. Yeah, that guy was. He was just a. He was a dummy. Like he, uh, the pipes underneath the house because our house is on was on stilts. It's one of those, you know, elevated homes. Okay. So you could park underneath. You could park underneath my house. Mm. And he kept telling me that, like, man, I got this Jeep, and all this water keeps leaking out of these pipes onto my Jeep, and I keep having to go get my car washed because the, the water keeps leaking out of my Jeep. <laughs> I'm like, well, why don't you stop parking underneath the leak, you idiot? <laughs> like, he could, yeah, he could have parked anywhere else under the house. He just yeah, kept parking under yeah, the house. Yeah, leaks on your car, so you got to go get it washed. And then what do you do at your car screen? You go park right underneath the damn leak again. <laughs> you owe me for car washes, Pat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm running a car wash over here. <laughs> would you ever rent a house again after that experience? No, I would never. I would never fucking do that again, ever. Oh, and I man. haven't even, I'm actually in the market. I'm actually looking to buy myself a house right now. I haven't owned a house since then, but I'm looking to buy myself oh. a house now. So yeah. that's what I'll be doing here in the next six months. Yeah. I've been living in a park, like, yeah, like with a dog sitting in a courtyard. That's right. I've had enough of it. I've had yeah. enough. I'm 37 years old. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want, I want to have a backyard and a driveway. I want to be able to go drink out of a hose and take a pee in my backyard. Yeah. That's the American dream. That's right. If anybody's going to shit in the grass, it's going to be me. <laughs> yes. Front yard. Front yard. Do it Jersey style. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, I'll do that in the middle of the night when nobody's looking to pull a steamer You should do it on, like, neighbor's yards. Just, like, little, little I, dumps. Yeah. Except my problem is my shit don't look like a dog, you know? It looks like a 
horse could trot through. <laughs> That's the best part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's all, there's all kinds of shit. Who knows what's in there, you know? <laughs> you got it, Slim. I don't know uh, what it was. If it's I, Fuzz or... A... Yeah, oh, I see it. It's from okay. the, the headphones are coming oh. apart. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, doesn't that suck when headphones start coming apart? I, I don't know. I, I just Sorry, Pat. I saw something on Slim. I didn't know if it was a bug. But you know when the headphone padding starts breaking apart after, like, a little bit? Like, isn't that the worst? When the headphones break? <laughs> like, well, when the padding starts coming off on, like, headphones. Oh, yeah. I had a pair years ago. It was one of my other pairs of the show, and I'd come home, and, like, inside my ear would be a yeah. little piece. Like. Every every time after the show, I have oh. shit in my ear. I got to get do uh, headphones. And it sucks, and it's not like they're just, like, cheap. Yeah, no, they, they're, they're headphones. They're not cheap. Like, <laughs> it sucks. So I was thinking we should give uh, Pat uh, Slambo's number, and he, he should just cold call Slambo on his 100th show. Yes! And just be like, remember me, we had phone sex together. Remember me, baby? (laughs) Well, I'll send you that in a private message, Pat. Yeah, send me his number. Uh, Maybe that'll be a good one if I can hook up my podcast to... uh... To the thing, yeah, yeah. You can call him on speaker on your cell phone. That'll, that'll work. <laughs> Pat, thank you. Yeah, I can always do that. <laughs> thank you for yeah. talking to us, dude. You are awesome, and your show's awesome. Where can everybody find you? Oh man, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening too, uh, you guys, and uh, and telling people about it. Yeah, they can find it on iTunes. It's called Stay the Course, Pat Thomas. Stay the Course podcast. You can also get it at BigPat.net my website awesome Awesome, dude thank you brother all right man yeah if people want to follow me on instagram you can do the at big pat thomas at big pat thomas all right dude we will talk to you soon pat all right rob slim i love you guys take care brothers love you too brother have a good one all right cool Cool. Yeah, I actually noticed it um with the headphones. Oh, I, dude, I when had, Slambo was here, you said that's what it was. I was like, oh my god, that that old black pair I had yep. used to do that, like the when last pair. Slambo was here. He was in the bathroom, and I saw oh. this black thing in his ear, and I'm like, dude, there's something in your ear. And he's like, oh, it's just dryer litter or something. I'm like, all right. And then I, and then like the next week, I noticed shit in my ear, oh, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's what that's it like, was. I didn't know it was a fly at first. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but yeah, no, that's. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night 
or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) This is horror author Isaac Thorne. Do you love Halloween? I have a new collection of short tales of dark horror that I guarantee will set you on edge. Road Kills features 11 short tales of dark comic horror and one spine-tingling screenplay. Right now you are safe. Just don't forget about what's waiting for you between the pages of my new book. Road Kills is available for order now from Amazon.com and other retailers in either paperback or ebook formats. It's there. It's waiting for you. Enjoy the ride. You're listening to Rob. Slim. Neither match the names. Who cares? It's hysterical. Robinson Show. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good, Tony Grants. This is him. This is him. What's going on, guys? What's up, Tony? Doing our show, Tony. Tony, you're an artist, actor, and writer of the New World comic book, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're in Atlanta. Yes, uh, originally from New York, uh, Queens. Uh, been in Atlanta last twenty years, and uh, wow, yeah, just down here, just uh, enjoying life and uh, just trying to work hard. What made you move to Atlanta? <laughs> um, well, uh, I wish I had a cool, uh, <laughs> cool story for it, but it was it was a girl. Oh, <laughs> my, yeah. Uh, you yeah, did my, it for long. Now ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you miss New York at all? <laughs> you coming back, bro? Yeah, I, I, I really do, man. Uh, I miss New York a lot. I was actually uh, up there yesterday. Uh, I was only up there for a day. Uh, I was actually at a funeral, but still, oh. it was good to be home. It was still yeah. good to be with family. It's no place like like home in, in New York. Say, that, especially you if know. you're from this area. Yeah, New York, New Jersey. There's nothing like it, man. No, there just isn't. I can't explain it. I can't explain it to people. Yeah. It's just the energy. It's the people. It's, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's, it's one of the best. I've been around. I've been a lot of places. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, there's no place like home. Dude, I never, I never found myself getting, like, nostalgic till I lived out of state. Like, I was like, man, yeah. I miss, I miss the, the, the shitty Jersey. Even, like, shitty Jersey. Georgia is just so weird compared to us, too. Like, cause I, I have family <laughs> there, and it's just, yeah. like, completely different atmosphere. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's nothing like Jersey at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not bad down here. It, it actually... Uh, has changed a lot since I moved down, uh, especially with the you know the film industry like booming right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a hot place to be. It's just a good place to be, and and, and they've really changed a lot. Like the building uh, productions 
studios all over all That's over cool. town outside the city so yeah it, it's a good vibe the people are friendly um it's mm. just you know I, I just miss hopping on the e-train and going to the garden and taking in the Knicks game you, you just can't replace that <laughs> all right you just can't yeah but I, I, I love Atlanta <clears throat> I have a lot of friends down there and I'm, I'm appreciative uh of you know the southern hospitality so i, I definitely I, i'm gonna be careful while i'm on there i will not knock the city <laughs> but i do love home yeah dude your comic is amazing i brought it to the show and slim checked it out too before before we started today dude is just the quality the 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 colors, the the just the pages there. I like this very vibrant. I like it a lot. Love it. Guys, thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. And again, I just want to rewind a little bit and thank you guys for having me on the show. Uh and just and showing interest. You don't know uh how much I appreciate that. Uh it means a lot because this book uh has been a work in progress for the last 10, 11 years, and um, there's been a lot of times where I started, you know, I gave up. I was like, ah, you know, wow. people are going to think I'm crazy. The story is too complex. It's, it's, it's too, you know, it's trying to be this. And, and Oh, I, I can't wait stopped. for more. I can't wait for more of the story. I'm hooked, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm halfway through three. I'm so glad you like one and two. Because uh, three is going to blow this thing wide open. Ah, that's what I'm waiting for. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna answer a lot of questions from the first and second one, cool. uh, you know. And uh, it's it's just gonna get deep. It's uh, it's gonna be a lot more action, and you get to see what what these characters are about. Yes, um, I'm very careful with each each character and 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 how they're introduced and what their arc or dynamic is, and um, and you'll see throughout the story as as it develops. It's I, I got a lot of wows coming. I promise you that. I promise you. Um, it's just my passion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is my baby. Uh, my baby. Uh, you killing off that character in that, that first issue, that ben. blew me away. Ben, ben yes. I, I, was thought, like, I can't wait to see more of Ben. I, I, but... I thought he was going to be a main character. Like, I thought, okay, this is about this guy's story. And then he gets killed off, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but, yeah. I did not see that coming at all. Like, that was But I still don't awesome. know. I still don't know. Our, like, the one guy was like, I'm keeping him for research. Like, yeah. Ah, I was like, wow. Wow. wow, you keep that. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, you guys really don't read it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, it's it's very weird. And it's funny. I, I got a, I thought I was going to get a, a, a lot of flack for that because <laughs> that kid who actually did get killed off is a main character. And in uh, Oxford Comic Book Shop, because I got the guys who work in the store hooked on it. Yes. Uh, so I was actually just glad that they even liked it because those guys know their books. And um, I came in, it was after the second, um, uh, you know, the signing, and Charles goes, dude, dude, like I had just walked in and he's he's got his hands like up in the air. It's, it's like it's 9 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock and I just walked in and he's like, dude, why? Why? I'm like, what? what? Like, you killed your main character just in the second issue. And I go, well, hey, he was one in the first one, you know, even though he means well, he's just a young kid, he's homeless, you know, we really don't know his story. He meets this old homeless guy, a war veteran, something more than what he, you know, appears to be. And this old guy, he cross passes with, he cross paths with his warning him, saying, hey, I don't think you understand. It's it's real out here. Like, we're, we're years after World War III, and you're not allowed to be walking out here. If you yeah. don't have this, 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 
this, this barcode this code embedded. Yeah. And the kid's like, yeah, he's like, why would they want me? And then he witnesses the old man get slaughtered. And then he's like, wow. And then he's chased himself. And just when you think he's going to make it in that one scene where he uh, he makes it onto the train. I know I'm giving the story away, but if you want to read it. Yes. Uh, I, I, Oxford, or go, <laughs> or go to uh, uh, um uh, graffitiComics.com. Okay. Anyway. I'm actually I'm going to cut you off because I'm a little lost because I, I read both issues and, and what I was mentioning is like the uh, the homeless guy that died. Yes, That's where we, I was like, wow, I like I thought kid, he, I thought the homeless guy was going to be a main character. I didn't realize the kid died. I know, yeah. I know that they you you hinted at it because the drone yeah, was like drone scanning was like, it and it's like yeah you got 82 percent to live, but I didn't yeah. realize you actually killed him off. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was a very yeah. It, it's no, uh, it's like it's towards the end. He finally makes it home. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. He's shredding through the underground. He, he knows he at that point he feels it because it says, I think he had an infection or something and he was yeah he was beat up badly. So he make he actually makes it home. I saw that and he feels it because as you see in each panel, it zooms in on him slowly and he's sweating. Yes. And his skin oh, color, it starts to fade. And, and, and just when he's like, holy, I don't know if I could cuss, but he's like, wow, yeah, you can. I think I'm going to die. He freaks out. He goes, I'm not ready. And then he gets the, uh, he's, he's got the flat line and he's gone. He's out of wow. here. See, I oh, figured he was going to find like a doctor, like off the yeah. grid. I figured he was going to find like yeah. an underground wow, doctor. That, that's amazing. Wow, wow that's now wow. I'm even more intrigued. Because like I was telling my girl last night about the about the series, and I'm like, it's kind of like a utopia, but it's not. If you don't play with their rules, it's it's it just sucks. And like it's kind of run by like I don't know if this is correct, but like supervillains are running this. Like, See, utopia. I didn't know that, or I didn't know if it was guys that first showed up as superheroes, and everybody was fighting a war on their side because they were the good guys, and then they became like evil tyrants. Like yes. that's kind of like the vibe I was getting. Right, and you're pretty spot on. You, you wow. are spot on, guys. Because basically, you know, I, I, I took I took a risk. I'm like, I don't just I don't want it to be just okay. He's definitely a villain. Okay, that's definitely a good guy. Yes, there's a lot of gray in the in the yeah. story, and good and bad, uh, or good and evil is almost as a perception. Because as the opening uh, frame with the really big guy, he's like he's overlooking the city. It's he's really uh, a, pro, a protagonist himself. He views he, he's the ruler of, of everything. Like oh. He is, is the man who's took power, but he views yes. himself as um, as a pacifist. Of you know, believe it or not, he's not the uh, you know the answer to Thanos. He he's the anti of Thanos. You know, he believes Thanos on peace, and he looks at himself almost as a as a hero, but as a god as well. So he's like, well, this is my way of living, and this is how I'm going to protect the entire world. I already, you know, had took over half of the world after World War Three. Now, slowly put this new order in place, and instead of, you know, being a dictator and, and twisting people's arms to, you know, to give in, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do it uh, eventually and gradually and uh, peacefully. Mm. Well, that's his attempt, but as you see, as the story goes, it always changes course. So it yes. gets real interesting with him. With uh, you know the uh, the kid because as you, as you could see when the kid died the guy at the very end on the last page was like well now it begins so it, it's about to get deep it's, it's about to get real deep and, uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask too uh, do they does it show any of the World War Three stuff uh, it will it actually will it, it does get into that it cool. shows 
why World War III happened, uh, what the aftermath of that was, and yeah, it, it will definitely be answered. It's it's going to be a wild ride, I promise, guys. Uh, and um, I want to see more yeah. of the other character too. The um, I, I guess the big the silver guy Goliath was his name. His brother with the half oh, half robot like, and yes. half like he looks fucking cool. I like the um the, the the chick the chick with the blue hair. She's like a DJ and like a hacker. Roxy, yeah, yes, yeah. Roxy. She, believe it or not, is, is is one of my favorite. Her own nomad, the half robot human guy, are my favorite characters. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, I sent. Uh, I, I don't know who it, if it was Robin Slim or both of you guys. I sent, but issue three, which it's almost done. I'm almost finished with it. But uh, issue three actually starts off with Nomad. And he's go. He's the brother of Goliath. I read that. Yeah. I read that, Tony Rob. Yeah, you sent me the the preview of issue three. Yes, I think yes. So he's got his own alternative motives. He's a part of that whole regime, but he hates the order. He he can't stand him. Yeah. So it gets real interesting with how him and Goliath, how they interact. They're brothers, and- right? Yep, they are brothers. And he seems more like the rogue. Like, he seems more like the wild card. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that they know if uh, if, if we ever implode or if we ever have, you know, a a traitor, it's it's Nomad. But Mm -hmm. Nomad can't directly bring his own order down because maybe he's programmed where he can't. I don't know. He's going to have to read. He's going to have a lot He's going to have a lot of work in issue three, and, and you'll see a lot of his story, but he's a badass character, man. Just wait to see what he does. Yeah. I wanted to say, I wanted to, uh, about the artwork real quick, is it struck me really um, nostalgia kind of, because it reminded me of like the 90s, like uh, DC animated cartoons. Like it kind of had that feel to it. Like, uh, I don't know, like the uh, Batman animated and Static Shock and stuff like that. Like the artwork really kind of brought me back to that. Yes, um, and I, I'm so glad that you guys appreciate the artwork because uh, I'm an old school fan of anime. I mean, you know, like my favorites are Akira and Ninja Scroll. Um, oh, yes. So I wanted to do a story with the artwork, you know, you know, I guess with the visual style as a love letter to those films. Akira um, and Transformers the movie, which I saw in the theaters back in 86, and I remember when oh, I sat in that yes. theater at nine years old, I was just blown away. I didn't get to see it in theaters. I didn't see it until I was in my twenties on like VHS. And yes, it was. It was still. It's still mind blowing that that animated. Oh, right, movie. right, right. Yes. Um, and actually, bring it back um, for one night only in theaters on, on September twenty seventh. So yeah, oh. you might get the chance to see it on the big screen. Oh, that's amazing! I had no idea. I had no idea. Yep. But yeah, like yeah, you said, I bought. Just, yeah, so I'm good. such a geek. I bought my ticket like a month ago. As soon as I heard it was coming back to the theaters, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going. Oh, <laughs> I'm, that's I'm going. amazing, but, yes. Um, yeah, but but that's what did it. I remember when I watched, I saw the production and, uh, and the shading and the colorization, and I was just so blown away. And I remember, you know, as I got older, I started doing comic books just like, you know, I had a sketch pad, and I didn't know if I wanted to go the, you know, the animation route. Mm. or the comic book route and uh me being an old school fan of of the 80s and 90s anime i just i finally sat down and said okay well i'll start this off as a comic book and when it's you know it's it's, it's all said and done um it'll actually be you know I'll, I'll incorporate it into a live action film or an animated movie 
So yeah. this is hopefully just a preview of the movie that will, will eventually come when uh, you know the books are finished. That would be amazing. Do you animate yeah. it too, or just write it? Uh, I do a little bit of animation. Uh, I do I do play with it a little bit. Uh, I have the software for it. Okay. And I do little cuts and snippets and, and promos, but I haven't really sat down and done like a full scene yet because I'm, you know, it takes me a while to, to draw out the books because I'm but doing everything yes, myself. Yes, you do the, the artwork, artwork too. That's, that's what I, my question yeah. was. I, uh-huh. I was a dummy. <laughs> but yes you do the artwork as well yeah that's gonna be a lot of work to do everything that's yes. that's awesome yeah it's uh it's tough i'll have games where i can knock out a page in two hours and then i'll have i'll have where it'll take me a whole week uh to do one one page and wow. you know you just have to understand the flow of the beast and when it comes you know when it, uh that happens you know you don't freak out uh, you just kind of be patient. Wow. You take your eyes off the screen for a little while. You come back to it, and, and you knock it out. And, um, the guys at Oxford, man, just so supportive. Because every time, you know, I get, I run into a speed bump, or I don't know where to go with the story or art direction. I uh, just go into Oxford, read some comics. I talk with the guys, and <sighs> go back home, and I hit it hard. And you know, that's cool. The book is finished. Yeah. That's so cool. I, uh, I was going to ask if, like, yeah, anyone else has any sort of influence on it slim slim's holding it up right now just to show our our audience the artwork and oh that's awesome oh you guys rock ah oh, so good it's yeah, so you guys good are the best you are the best tony what um what is the third issue coming out the third issue is a 40 page blowout and uh, so hopefully that should be done october the 15th that's the deadline i'm giving myself for um if i don't make it um It'll probably be uh, a couple of weeks afterwards, but I'll definitely drop uh, some hints on my website. And, uh, of course, if you stay in tune, uh, either on my Twitter or Instagram or whichever, I'll definitely make sure that I, I put the release date out. Uh, cool. But, yeah, hopefully October the 15th. I love, um, too. I love the pages at the issue. end. But, oh, it's a bigger issue than the others? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's a 40-page blowout. Oh. It's 40 pages. Uh, issue four is actually... Um, I was going to do issue three in one issue. It was going to be a total of 64 pages, but oh. I had to dial back the uh, <laughs> uh, the saddle stitch. So I'm just going to break issue three down in 40 pages, and okay. immediately I follow up with issue four, and I'll fill in some extras as well. It's it's mostly halfway done. I'm just uh, editing the story, the dialogue, cool. I'm fixing the panels, and it's just going to be explosive, explosive <sighs> with color, action. Oh, you're going to see Goliath in action. Oh. Nomad's going to see him in action. Yes. <laughs> Eric Vaughn, and you'll get to see what, what, what that guy's all Vaughn, about. Vaughn, yes. He's got some crazy, crazy, like, mental yeah. powers. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. I actually, He's going to be the guy you love to hate. <laughs> I love that guy. I, I wanted to compliment you on a small detail, too, as I noticed I started flipping back after I read them and looking at the barcodes that uh, some of the regular civilians have, and I love that everybody has the barcode in a different spot. It's almost as if they were like, yeah, we're going to give you a barcode, but you get to pick where you want it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it's actually, I don't know if you noticed as well. Because awesome. I, in each book, in one and two, and even in the preview I sent you last night, Slim, I throw in a lot of Easter eggs. I'm just a geek, so I love <laughs> Easter eggs. If you look at Roxy and her little hacker crew 
And even if, if you look back on the train, because she's, she's got all the tattoos, she's got the yes. goth gear, and, and she's got the barcode on her wrist. Her, her crew, her friends, who she's at the burger joint with, have them all in different spots. Like <sighs> one guy, the guy at the table, he's got it across his neck. And that is one of the things that they do in the government to say, hey, well, you know, if, if you want this, it doesn't matter if you put it here, here. Hell, you get a tattoo of it, you know. Yeah. As long as it makes you feel cool, you know, we kind of don't care because we control you now anyway. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's, it's the little bit of power, you know, the civilians of New Babylon think or believe that they have yes. these these weird barcode things. And you get to see what the barcodes actually do as the story progresses. It's It gets trippy. It's real oh, trippy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, too, like, I'm a, I love, too, how you throw in, like, the extra pages with, like, just an ad for New Babylon or just a character with, like, a quote or even, like, the one page that had, like, a text between Roxy and that other guy. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah, I love to throw in little Easter eggs and, and snippets that you could easily miss on the first read. Yes. Um, yeah, I got a buddy who just came back to me after uh, a month and was like, dude, I just saw the the end of issue two. I didn't even know Roxy was talking to that one guy. Who is he? And this and that. And like, well, you'll see him in issue three, you know, and you'll see what they're about. Cool. So, yeah, what, what's, what's interesting is in front of me if, I, if I'm running my mouth. I'm sorry. I'm just excited, guys. No. I'm speaking out here. <laughs> uh, the, the interesting thing that when you said, I, I kind of see or I kind of thought this was cool was that you have this kid, you, well, you have the old man in the first issue who's have, he's an ex-war vet. He's a, a cyber warrior or whatever. But they took care of him. And then you have the kid who was seen with him, so now he's guilty by association. Yeah. Well, they take care of him easily. He's now he's out the picture. But some people, they know he's he's a freeborn. He's encoded, but they don't know where he comes from. So now all of a sudden, there's this this hunt that they want this kid. So how the people don't know, like the poor kid is dead. Maniac doesn't care if he's dead. He still oh. knows what he's going to do if he finds him. And there, and and that is when you see a connection between the kid and Goliath, and that's all I'm just doing for now. But wow. it's so dope, I promise. Cool. I promise. Cool, it gets dude. Crazy. I love it. I love it. I want to ask you too, Tony. What have you acted in? Uh movies. Uh, I was in Triple Nine uh, with uh, with Casey Affleck, uh, with Woody Harrelson. Yes, I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Produced by. Uh, I'm my boy Michael Flynn, uh, Anthony Katagis. Uh, I want to give a shout out. Uh, I promise. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Uh, my boy, um, uh, Mr. Whoopass. If you're out there listening, hey, hey, you're the best, bro. Uh, he's he's my castmate in Triple Nine. He's also on the uh, Westworld on uh, HBO. Wow. Uh, and Clifton Collins. He's a good friend. I met him on the set of Triple Nine. We've been buddies since, and I, t- I told him I'd be going on the show. I'd be giving him a shout-out. Uh, but besides that, I was in Triple Nine. I was on Containment. Um, I was on the first uh, show of that or season. I did uh, in Trial by Fire. I think it comes out this October. Um, I did uh, Manifest or the Oh gosh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm forgetting all the stuff I did. If, <laughs> if you go to imb.com slash 
Tony Grant will have all my movies on there. But yeah, I've done a few. I've done a few. There was a I few Tony Grants. Like I had trouble. I had trouble finding you, Tony. There was a few Tony Grants. There's like a musician. I think there's like an older guy, Tony Grant. Like there's a couple Tony. Grants. No, I'm right under the musician. I, yeah, I, people always get me confused with with, with, with the gospel singer. Okay, I, my, I pop up right <laughs> under him. Like if, if you put in Tony Grant, I'm right underneath him. I, okay. Yeah, it's just weird like that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like, I, I don't think you're a gospel I singer. Films. I was in Civil War. Uh, I, I thought so. On screens. Yeah, so I'm only in there for a second because I get killed by uh, uh, Black Widow. So I get blown up and, yeah, I'm decimated. And then I turned into CGI <laughs> or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I did a few. I did a few. That's cool, though. That's cool. That's awesome, dude. And do you have any... Um, do you have any plans for an upcoming comic or any any other um, projects that you could talk about? Uh, well, the new world is going to be my baby right now. Uh, like, this is all I'm invested in right now. Like, my heart and soul is in this. So, as soon as the new world is done, uh, I might come with a spinoff. It depends on how, you know, the final book is, is received, if they okay. love it then I'll find a way to do like a prequel-ish with the whole World War Three era because I even wrote out a timeline, just a memento wow. of, of when everything started. Yeah, so mm. I mean, it's written out. And it starts in the year, um, and it starts in 2020, and it goes all the way up to 2099 um, on New Year's Eve at midnight. And it's something that's supposed to happen at the strike of midnight at 2100, and that's going to be where the story ends. And uh, so I might do a prequel. I don't know. Cool. We'll That'd be awesome, dude. So I was gonna ask that you do have a um an end in mind, like yeah. you are gonna end this book and you know where it's going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The stories, uh, nice. uh, all twelve chapters are written and done. The script is done. Uh, now I'm just banging out the panels. Yeah. That's cool, awesome. dude. Cool. Can you tell us how yeah. many uh, issues you're gonna have? Yes, there are going to be a total of thirteen issues. Awesome. That's great. I like that. 13. I like that. Like. A definite. a definite end and it's not something you're going to be reading forever it's you know and you know when it, you're 13 issues and that's it that's yeah, cool yeah that is that's awesome yeah I wanted to make it a, uh, not as long but there's so much content and a lot of stories and I, I cover every angle in detail like I even I even have a a, a conflict uh, book where I you know, I, I look for loopholes and problems in the story and plot holes, and I call them out. And I go, oh, nope, and I go back and fix it. Because uh, I'm just a geek. I either that and I got OCD, but when it's said and done. That. I love that. Yeah. That attention <laughs> to it. I love that. Well, yeah. And, and, but when it's said and done, I think I think everyone will be fulfilled, and they'll go, wow, <laughs> that was a hell of a ride, man. Like, this needs to be a film or yes. something. Hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. And I was going to say, too, I think that's one thing that's really great about it is that just reading the two issues, I could tell that you very closely paid attention. Like, I picked up on the barcode thing, thing and I, I could just, you could see in the artwork and everything that every little thing, you really put a lot of thought to all the details. Slim is that comic book guy. That's why, like, I, yeah, I'm just a regular guy, but I knew Slim being a comic book connoisseur almost like he would he would know he would know like he would tell me if i was dumb for liking it <laughs> like <laughs> that is so awesome man like, I, guys that makes me feel so good because i believe it or not i still have doubts and i just want the readers to like it 
and uh, just appreciate the, the the amount of details that's in there. So thank you guys. No that problem, means Tony. A hell of a lot to me. That was another thing. Like if Slim, like usually Slim will tell me something like, "Oh, that's like that." Like he didn't say this was like anything else. I I found that as a good sign. Like because like usually Slim will be like, "Oh, so this is just another version of this story." He didn't say that about this. So like I was wow. like, "All right, cool. I'm not a I'm not a dummy." <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, you will be the first to receive uh issue three my friend i promise you that i promise you are the first to get that issue oh, even before you. oxford oh it, i have to do it yeah i gotta do it as a thank you for having me on the show and being patient with me when i was trying to get the prints out to you yeah and i was trying to get ready for onyx con and dragon con and once i got that out the way i was able to get you your copies and they look good and that's I was, what i, I said really to Slim. nervous i'm like tony was like i, I think you said the first time you printed it it didn't come as good so you did it again like i was just like just that that meant so much to me dude yeah yeah because i i had two that i feel bad because i had two that I actually had 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 for you and i didn't like the color and the yes. problem was the place where I, I was getting them printed at their printer went down and i was like you're killing me you're killing me they got it back up and they were like, oh, we'll get yours out first because we know that you, you know, you paid a lot of money, you paid in advance. And when they got them, the quality wasn't as good. So I just kind of threw them back in a box, had them reprinted. I was like, these are beautiful. Oh. So huge shout to Creative Approach in Atlanta. You guys are the best. And thank you for taking care of me. Cool. Were you going to say something, Slim? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask him, I was curious to like, what what is your favorite, your all-time favorite comic book series? I was going to ask that too. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to go way back to 1985. Ooh. My favorite of all time is The Watchmen. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Awesome. I am a big Watchmen fan. I never I read it. I just love, it. love the movie. Love Actually, the Slambo movie. is oh, a huge Watchmen fan. He yeah. turned me on to it, yeah. Oh, you got to read it. It's... You know, it, back then when I first read it, and I promise I won't make this a long story, but mm-hmm. I got hooked on comic books when I read The Watchmen in 85, and it was uh, it was in my cousin's, I had an older cousin, and it was in his comic book stash under his bed, and I pulled them out. I was hoping they'd be like a, a nudie mag, yeah. but they were a bunch of comics. <laughs> and The Watchmen, <laughs> the, the complete book was actually on the first, on, on the first uh, stack. And so I looked at it, I go, the smiley face with a drop of blood. And I read it, and I'm like, this is awesome. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, yep. Wow. Oh, yeah, back in 85. Alan Moore, he's a genius, man. Mm-hmm. Great book, great book. Um, but that's what got me hooked, and I thought it was awesome how these heroes were broken. You know, it, it was it was during the time of the 60s, and go back to Vietnam, and yeah. oh, it was such a, a, a mature story. And that's kind of, you know, where I got the idea for the new world. I was like, well... I know I'm going to lose a lot of readers if I make it mature, but this is the story I have to tell. Uh, so yeah, oh. I mean it's it's kind of it's kind of on that uh, on that plane. And I don't know nice. if you guys noticed. I'll throw this in real quick. Uh, I did a little Easter egg, a little homage to the Watchmen in issue two. I don't know if you guys caught that. I did not. I'm going to flip through it right now though <laughs> to see if I can. I don't know, but it didn't. I did not. Nothing. Get that. Nothing really stood out. I didn't. I must have when the it. kid make yeah, it's really small. You got it. I won't lie. I snuck it in there. But when uh, the kid he finally makes it home and he goes into his abandoned uh, his train station yes. and he's cleaning himself up. If you look, I on see the, it. On the I see it. Train, yep, I see it yep. now. Yep. There it is. Yep, that smiley face with he's, the blood on it. Right in that. See it, Rob? Yep. 
right? Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome, man. Oh. Yeah, and, and he's, yeah, he's, the only difference is he's winking like, hey, I know. <laughs> that is great i love that tony you, you ever read you know what i read recently that i thought was amazing and kind of uh falls in that that a similar genre is uh garth ennis's uh the boys i haven't read that one yet oh it is so not. good it, it parodies like superheroes but it's like in a world where like superheroes are more treated as celebrities and they're just oh wow they're they're Delinquents, like they're just like going, just like just, having sex and doing drugs and <laughs> stuff like that. But it's it's a great book. That, that book was cool amazing. Too. Yeah. Okay, what's the name of that book again? It's called The Boys. It's a uh, Garth. Okay, The Boys. Yeah, by uh, Garth Ennis. Right. He's the, the guy that did like a uh, preacher and stuff like that. Oh, oh, okay. I gotta get it. I'll be picking that up at after it's tomorrow great. morning. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. We got to wrap this up, dude, but it's been amazing talking to you, dude. Hey, I thank you guys for having me. You guys rock. Uh, I'm going to stay in touch with you guys. I'll send you some new content as it comes because uh, I really think it's important to have, like, readers and, and people who appreciate your work. So I hope you guys don't mind, but I'm holding on to you guys forever. So I will dude, be sending you some stuff. So I'm as the issue comes... Yes. You guys got it. That's cool, awesome. Dude. Where can everybody find you, Tony? Uh, you could find me. I'm on Instagram. You could find me hanging out at Oxford at 2855 Piedmont Road, Northeast. And, uh, that's Atlanta, Georgia, of course. If you uh, want to order online, uh, the new world, you can go to uh, the www.graffiticomics.rocks. And I'll be also hosting uh, another signing event, um, uh, a book signing at Oxford. And uh, I'll have another one as well uh, in mid-October. So I'll definitely keep you posted. Awesome, dude. Thank you, brother. Yes. And, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys tremendously. You guys are awesome. I'm so, so serious. You guys are awesome. You too, Thank brother. You, Thank you, dude. All right, Robinson. Take it easy, guys. You too, right, Tony. Have a good one. Hey. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to say something else. I, about. <laughs> oh, I just hung up. <laughs> you just ruined our relationship. <laughs> we, no, dude, just, his comic is great. Yeah, it is great. And, and just um, like I said, just that you were impressed. Like, I was like, yeah, oh. and that's a good point. Like, I, I, my mind always just run through, like, does this remind me of this and this? And it, do, it doesn't really, it's from what I've, I mean, there were it's very original. That, little yeah, things here did. and there, but. Like the one guy reminded me a little Lex Luthor. Like, um, the ball guy in charge, like. But he's different. He's yeah. It's not yeah. like that. Like he's ah, oh, he's fucking cool. He's cool. And that was his brother, the one you were talking about. Yeah, the yeah. half cyborg guy. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I didn't know too if like some of the stuff I was talking about was from the the third issue preview that was in the email. Like I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like, know how I missed that that kid dies. Oh. I just went through it again, and then I realized really? he does fl flatline. Yeah, I completely missed it. I didn't even realize it. that either. I thought he, he was does, still around. No, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he died in those episodes. In those in, issues. In this, in this issue. I he thought, like, it was, like, something that, like... That's why I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, this kid died right here. He dies. He says, I'm not ready. And then he, it flatlines. He dies in his bed. Wow. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I just love, too, like, I, brought, I forgot to bring it up, too. Like, when they broadcast him on the news, like... He had like he looked he looked mean. He had like a goatee, and he didn't have that real real life. And then later, I think is this issue or the next issue, where, where oh the, okay, where the one guy was like, 
Here's the picture of what he really looked like. I the guy Vaughn, the guy that we were talking about in the interview. Like I don't know if that might be in the preview of the third issue. I don't remember. Like I said, I've read, I've read those two and then a preview. And the guy Vaughn was like, no, this is what he really looked like. Like see how in that oh, in that newscast yeah. they put it like a goatee on him. They made him look evil. And that's brought up again later. Well, this like, too, I just noticed, yeah, in, this, uh, in the newscast, uh, he's got a scar. Yes. And he has, like, one eye. Like, what? well, he has two one eyes, but one eye is just all white. That's yeah, what I'm saying. They made him look like, they made him look so mean in that in that news broadcast, uh, in that world, like. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, like, kind of making him look like a villain. Because, yeah, no, so he's, he's really like a regular, just a regular guy. Uh, they, a regular kid. They made him look. They made him look they messed uh, with him. badass. That's the awesome. Like he is this like villain, like this problem. You <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even know he died in that. That's that's crazy. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, is it that time? Yeah, it still feels so early because we cut off that that hour. But yeah. um, All right. We'll uh, tune in. We'll see you guys next week. We will be back from six to nine thirty. Six to nine thirty. All right. Have a be good there. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hush your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. 